countdown to kickoff. We begin each game day with the Tony Harper pregame show, brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. Good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Football today here on 1230 KHIS. The Broncos on the road playing their final game of the 2018 season. We're in Mitchell, South Dakota this afternoon. Hastings getting set to take on Dakota Westland. We spent a couple of minutes with Hastings head coach Tony Harper. And coach, we've reached the uh, the grand finale, so to speak, the, the final game of the 2018 season. What's the message of the team this week? You know, finish strong. Finish the way that we started. We started this season very well um, with that uh, big comeback win over Peru, and we go down to Oklahoma and play a two-day game down there and pull that one out and have some things happen throughout the season, get a couple other late wins. Um, but uh, it, it, today, the message all this week was to come out and just play our style of football and get after it. I think another season of missed opportunities, including the one uh, last week. I thought that was a game we, we played well enough to win, uh, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Offensively, I thought we did very well last week. I thought that the last two weeks have been very good for the offense. I think Coach has done a great job over there solidifying the O-line and, and getting everything called um, over there. Defensively, that was a big struggle for us last week. We did not stop the run at all. We gave up some big plays in the pass game as well. So, um, you know, it's no one person's fault or anything like that or one side's fault, but uh, we had every opportunity to compete and win that game. Yeah, Hastings lost to uh, Jamestown last week at home, 41-39, to in our final home game of the 2018 season, so we couldn't quite finish the deal last week. Yeah, um, I mean, like I said, there was probably multiple third-down conversions that they got by just a simple quarterback sneak. Um, there was a couple big fourth down plays that they got, you know, and uh, I think as coaches, we got to look back at it. And we made the decision halfway through the qu- third quarter that, you know, we just had too many checks in and that was slowing our guys down um, with their formations and what they were doing. So we started going back just to playing football and we got a little bit better, but it was just a little bit too late. Yeah, Jamestown had 512 yards of total offense in the ball game. Uh, last week, you mentioned their third downs. They were 7 of 15 on third downs. They were 4 of 5 on fourth downs, and they were 5 and 6 in the red zone. Those are numbers that are hard to compete with. You ain't going to win any football games when you're doing that. I mean, that's just a flat-out honest truth of it. And, uh, you know, we put those guys in some tough positions. Um, I thought, again, not to take anything away from Jamestown, they came out. They executed their game plan, but we got to be able to get the calls in quicker. We got to be able to make those plays. But, uh, you know, as we watched the film on Sunday, we saw some things that we put the guys in some tough positions. And uh, we got to do a better job, especially me as the head coach. Were we playing better defensively early in the season than we are right now? No, um, it depends on which games you're going to talk about. I think from game one, which was Peru, all the way up through Northwestern, I thought Northwestern was a good football game as well for us. I mean, I know we gave up some yards, but you're talking about the top five team in the nation um, with one of the most dynamic quarterbacks. Um, so I thought defensively throughout the majority of this season we had played well. Um, just last week we did not execute, and uh, that falls solely on me as a D coordinator. Offensively, you mentioned we we mentioned their third downs, their fourth downs, and their their red zone chances. We had just uh, about as good numbers on on offense as they did on offense, but couldn't get the job done. I think those guys are really starting to come into our into their own. And I know it's late in the season and everything like that. But when you lose some of the guys that we lost up front, it takes a while to get those new guys uh, in motion with everything like that. We had a couple tough games early in the season where we just didn't execute. 
whether it was third down, whether it was red zone opportunities or anything like that. Coach Head has stayed consistent with his message. He stayed consistent with his game plan and his calls, and I think it showed, and I thought the offense for the last three weeks have played well. Yeah, last week, 507 yards of total offense, had 201 rushing and 360 yards passing. A, a nice combination there. Well, it starts up front, which is what Coach Head coaches at the O-line. I think his starting unit now has been the same one for the last three games, and if you look at it, that's kind of when we started taking off and being a little bit more consistent. You know, obviously everybody knows about Taj Willingham, but I don't think anybody knew about Tyree Nesmith. He's came out and had a very solid football season. And then again, we're down to our third-string quarterback, and Isaiah's playing like a first-stringer right now. And uh, that's what we're expecting out of him today. But he's he's done a very good job uh, taking over the reins, managing the game. And I hate using the word manage because we've relied on him in the past game as well, and he's been able to complete those balls. Taj had uh, his usual great game last week with over 100 yards. You mentioned uh, Neesmith. He was over 100 yards. It's been a while since we've had two 100-yard rushers in one game. I tell you what, man, some of those old alums of the Bronco football, the guys that are running the football, they should be proud of that. But, uh, again, you know, when your OC is the O-line coach, you know he wants to run the football. Um, and when you got a dynamic player like Taj and Tyree, um, those guys are doing a very good job with that. But, again, I don't want to sell what's going on up front short. I mean, Blaine Morrow's. Really came into his own. Um, you got um, uh, Pat Hudson, a true freshman from Gothenburg. That kid's going to be a good football player. So we just got to keep playing and keep pushing on those guys. Isaiah Jackson, you mentioned him. Uh, I think his third start is uh, coming up today or his fourth start coming up today. Uh, Jackson last week, 306 yards, three touchdowns, and probably the big stat, no interceptions. And I think that's been – he hasn't thrown one at all since he started, has he? And uh, – you know, again, Zay, I mean, the coaches are doing a great job working with him, but on the flip side of it, Zay is doing a great job of being basically a sponge and soaking everything up. I mean, he's getting 80, 85 snaps um, during every week of practice, and uh, that just gets consistency going. Zay's one of those guys, he's very similar to a Clark and a Griff, where, you know, ain't, ain't a whole lot going to rattle Zay. He stays pretty calm, cool, and collected, um, but we got to continue to do that. Always good when your quarterback is a sponge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always good when your quarterback is a sponge. Uh-huh, it is. All right, we're sneaking up on game time here this afternoon. Hastings College and Dakota Wesleyan. We'll come back and talk about the Tigers as our pregame show continues after this. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town. And Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think... He seems was a perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan here this afternoon, the 2018 regular season finale for Hastings College. And it's been a couple of years since we've actually won a final game of the season. So you guys probably 
uh, focused in on uh, today's task. We we got about three things that uh, we haven't done in a while. Here it was it was win the last game of the season. We haven't done that since we played Nebraska Wesleyan long time ago. I think that was three or four years ago. Would have been Taj's freshman year. I think two thousand fifteen. Uh, there you go. So you got me on that one. But we haven't beat Dakota Wesleyan since two thousand twelve. We haven't won in Mitchell since two thousand eight with a double overtime win. Um, so there's a lot of things that we can still accomplish uh, today, but it's going to be a tough task. Very good. You pulled those right out. You can remember those games. I, huh? I may have may have checked that on Sunday. <laughs> anyway, Dakota Wesleyan, they come in 2-8 and eight on the season. They are 1-7 and seven in the Great Plains Athletic Conference coming off of their loss last week to Doan. But Dakota Wesleyan always seems to have a team that on offense has some playmakers. They, they're very dynamic over there. they got a new offensive coordinator. Obviously, they lost uh, Dylan Turner which I think he was there for nine years, so it's good that he's finally gone. But uh, they played basically three different quarterbacks throughout this season, and uh, all three of them do some things that are a little bit different. We honestly don't know which one we're going to see. I know we got the depth chart and everything, but uh, you never know what's going to happen in the last game of the year. But uh, they got a little tailback, and he's all five foot six, 160 pounds, but he's a tough runner. It's a little unusual because they keep him in the box a lot of the time, but the strength of their team um, is their offensive line on the offensive side of the football. There, There's a lot of veterans, a lot of experience up there, and they're big, and they do a very good job with their power scheme. Yeah, Luke uh, Loudenberg is the running back you referred to. He's got 719 yards so far this year. But their wide receivers, I think their wide receivers uh, look like they're making a lot of plays out there. They're big and they're long. You know, they got a couple young pups out there um, that do very good with their routes, and that's kind of what Dakota Wesleyan's ever, always done with Coach Simple um, since he's been there is they have those long, rangy receivers that could go up and get the ball. And we're not exactly the tallest guys at corner, so we're going to be stressed. We put a couple things in this week to hopefully challenge them and show we have wrinkles that we haven't ran um, since the first part of the season, so we'll see. And the quarterback situation, uh, a little iffy for Dakota Westland. They had uh, their starter go down with a, a broken hand, so to speak. They have got Alex Poland uh, penciled in as the, the starter here today. He played last week against Doan and threw uh, four interceptions, and he'll be the, the starter today. At least uh, he's penciled in as the starter today. What have you seen out of Alex? Uh, what type of quarterback is he? Very quick. Um, very elusive, not a big guy like the previous four or five guys that they've had up there. You know, he's under six foot tall, but uh, he can move around. He does some good things. We expect to see some zone read and some zone ride and try and, and, try and run him a little bit more to, to, to bring us down into the box. And then they'll probably throw a lot of their three-step game because we have holes and we've struggled with that a little bit this year. Yeah, Poland, just a uh, freshman quarterback, 5'9", 170-pounder. So uh, is this a guy that we're going to come after a little bit today? You know, we, we've done that a little bit more throughout this season than what we have in the past couple of years. Um, that, that's something that we like to do. I think the guys are feeling a little bit more comfortable with it. I think it frees up our D-line, which I think is one of the top D-lines in the conference. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably dial up some pressures. Hopefully they hit home, cause a little uh, different reads for them. Yeah, if they go to their rushing attack, they have not been able to, to rush the ball very well here this year. Yeah, and I don't understand why, to be quite honest with you. We watched a lot of film this week. Um, they, they do a very good job with their power scheme. They do a very good job um, with, with getting Loudenberg in space um, and doing some different things like that. And, you know, last week, you look at last week's film, we struggled against the run. You know, three weeks before that, when we were against Midland, we held those guys to like 58, 60 yards. So, which which defense is going to show up for us today is going to really determine it. And Dakota Wesley is always a team that puts a lot of points on the score, but we've had some uh, track meets with these guys, so slowing down this offense uh, is going to be a big key today. Well, it, it is, and you're exactly right. We can, we're not built for a shootout. That's just not who we are. That's not what we are. I mean, people look at last week's game, and, and even against 
Northwestern, you know, it kind of we were able to get up and down the field a little bit. But today with the weather conditions and what they do with defense and, and how well they are over there on that side of the football, this, if we could keep this thing low and keep their offense off the field, um, you know, that's what we're looking for. Let's talk about their defense. It looks like that's the, their strong suit. Don't really want to talk about their defense because it's pretty good. Um, you know, and I think I talked a little bit about this uh, on the radio after the game. There, there's some defenses in this league, some D coordinators I really got a ton of respect for. You got Coach McCarty up there at Northwestern. You got Coach Jacobson down there at uh, at Morningside, and you got Coach Simple at D Dub. Um, with his odd front, the three four, with what he does with his quarters coverages and, and his match coverage, it's very good. Um, they just create a lot of different mismatches for you. You know, they're never going to line up in the same thing back to back place. They are exotic as they come, so we got to make sure we're focusing and doing our job in establishing the line of scrimmage. It looks like they put a lot of pressure on the quarterback too. They're number one in the conference in the quarterback sacks with. 31 so they they go after our quarterbacks too they get after it and, and they get after it not by bringing a lot of people like we like to do they get after it with bringing maybe one or two extra guys but what they do extremely well is they twist uh they slant they get a lot of movement up front you know they're not they're kind of like us they're not the biggest d linemen that there are in the conference but they're moving them all the time and uh, you got to make sure you stay on your guy and especially with the zone the zone scheme that we run Gotta make sure you get your mind, your eyes up, and you pass off when you need to pass off. Now we go back to a uh, three-man front. We expect today uh, defensively from Dakota Wesley. We've been switching back and forth. That's going to cause some problems up there. You know, probably a little bit. Um, the, the thing that they do though is is you really can't. And again, I'm coming from a defensive standpoint of it. You really can't consider them a true three-four because of the different things that they do. I know Coach Simple likes to say that they are. Um, but he'll give you a shade and a three and a five, which is a normal one. Then all of a sudden you get a shade, shade, and then a nine. I mean, it's stuff that you generally don't see, but they're always wrapping linebackers, whether it's from the outside to the inside, the inside to the outside, moving their front, stemming their front. Um, so it's it's a very unique one. It's a 3-4 front, but it's got a lot of 40-man front uh, philosophy. Uh, their linebacking core, let's talk about their linebacking core. Uh, Tyler Wagner is their leader back there, but I think all four of them are pretty good. They, they really are. All four of them, in my opinion, could be all-conference type of performers. you got the Wagner kid. Um, you obviously got the Roar kid. I think he's a tough football player. The thing that they do a little bit unique that, that hardly anybody, if anybody in the league, does – He's going to play Rourke outside and, and Wagner inside. The very next play, they're going to flip. Then we've seen him put Wagner on the roof at different times. So they utilize him kind of like a lot we did when we had McKenzie Hemji. You, you know, people are going to slide protection to Mac and some different things like that. So we would move Mac around, and they do the same thing. But instead of just doing it with one guy like we did with Mac, they do it with two guys. So we got to make sure we identify that. They've given up some big plays. Are, are they vulnerable in the, in the secondary? A little bit, but anytime you bring as much pressure as they do, it's kind of like us. You know, when you bring the pressure, you better you better win a one on one battle. And uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. The benefit that they got is their secondary is very aggressive and down inside the box. We're going to have to go over the top, regardless of what the weather's like today. We're going to have to go over the top and win those one on one games. So it's like a gambling defense when they're right. They're, they're going to hit us, and we're going to have some opportunities when they guess wrong? You know, I, I worked for a guy a long time ago, and uh, he said on every play, somebody's band's going to be playing. Well, and that's kind of the philosophy that both of us, Coach Simple, and we have is we're going to take our shots downfield. We're going to take our shots defensively. They're going to take their shots downfield. They're going to take their shots defensively. It could be a very interesting firework type of game, but we got to be able to be consistent, and we can't get frustrated when they get that sack 
when they get that three and out. We got to be able to get over on the sideline, get it coached up, and get back out there. I think this is a week again that we, we talk about special teams because they are very good in kickoff returns, very good in uh, punt returns. They're they're solid. And the thing that they do on their on their punt pro is they're going to show you a bunch of different formations, very similar to Midland. They're going to be shifting, they're going to be tr- uh, changing, they're going to be tracing. So we got to make sure we communicate and make sure we adjust accordingly. Last week, Jamestown ran a fake on us. Fortunately, they got a penalty, so it did. It was negated. But uh, we got to make sure we identify those guys when they come on and off the football field. How has our special teams? Uh, we've shortened that up a little bit. A, a little bit. Um, again, we had that big breakdown uh, last week. You know, I think our return game from a kickoff return and a punt return has been solid. But from a protection pump pro, we've struggled with that throughout the season. And kickoff, we've given up some yards, but I think those guys have, have done a little bit better the past couple of weeks. So it's Hastings and Dakota Wesley, and here this afternoon we gave you their record at 2-8, and 1-7 and seven of the conference. With all that talent, and are you surprised that they're sitting at that level? Oh, extremely. I think, you know, it's kind of similar to some other schools is, you know, they played Dakota State extremely tough. Should have won that football game. We saw that film. Um, they've been in, in a lot of close games. Um, you know, last week when they played Doan, I know people are going to look at the scoreboard and say, well, my nigga, it was like 30-something to three or whatever it may have been. But if you watch the film, Doan had four picks, like you said, two of them uh, pick sixes. They kicked field goals after that. Their offense did not move to football, and Doan's got a pretty good dadgum offense. So um, we got to make sure that uh, we do our job defensively. Okay, we'll come back and zero in on the game plan for us here today. He sings in Dakota Westland. They're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHS. Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the, the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part and then poof your perspective just completely flips and so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday it was just absolutely mind-boggling it was uh, one of the best days of my life made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened and I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first mother's day or hold my baby it just makes the love stronger we are Ron and Kara Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back with the coach as we stay closer to game time here today. The final game of the 2018 season for Hastings. It's uh, the Broncos and Dakota Wesleyan here today. We mentioned it in the first segment, coaches slowing down this offense, not getting into a track meet. I think that's the the biggest story here in this it, one. It's going to be the biggest one. we got to weather the storm because they're going to come out all jacked up and fired up. Obviously, last game of the year, they got a ton of seniors that are playing. Or not a ton, but they got a few seniors that are playing for them. Uh, but again, we want to be able to frustrate them. We got to get some three and outs on defensively. We got to get back to like it was two, three weeks ago when we played Concordia and before that. And then offensively, we got to be able to run the football and get to the second level. That's what we got to do. Yeah, well, we're slowing down the game. If we run the football, that's probably the easiest way to do it, right? It is, and, I, and, and we think we got two guys that are pretty dynamic in that. You know, Coach Hez doing a great job of getting both those cats on the field at the same time. You know, for example, last week, um, guys were cheating to the Taj side. Well, we had. 
coach made a great call and gave the ball to Tyree, you know, so they're outflanked over there. We got to be able to do that. And we got to be able to get, get some big plays when it's there. Well, we see those guys in the backfield a little bit more often uh, together. Oh yeah. You're going to see them on the field, in the backfield together in some different other situations. Like I said, it just causes a lot more problems. You're a D coordinator on the other side. you got to worry about both of those guys. It is. It, to, to me now, I'm going to flip it around. It's like when you play a Northwestern or a Morningside. You know, you got two or three different cats. You can't focus on one because if you try and double one, now you got a one-on-one with the other one, and, and most of the time you're going to lose that battle. So we got to be able to show some different motions and some different formations. Maybe open up uh, the passing game a little bit uh, with both those guys. In well, the, we're going to we're going to have to we're going to have to because uh, D Dub's going to overload the box. You know, Coach Simple again is one of the best DCs in the conference because of, of what he does. So we're going to have to win those one-on-one battles with their invert coverage. We're going to have to find the holes in it right behind the corner, right in front of the safety, and catch that football. How, how do we slow down the Dakota Wesleyan's offense? That's got to be a concern. They, 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 they're number three in the conference uh, in passing, so they can throw the pig around a little bit. You know, I really don't like it when you bring up those stats that I didn't know anything about. But, uh, you know, what we got to be able to do is we got to roll some coverages. We got to be able to show some different fronts. We got to be able to get our pressures to hit home. We made some slight adjustments uh, this week on what we're going to do from a game planning standpoint. We're not going to have this big call sheet available. We're going to limit the plays, limit the fronts, and we're just going to play fast. That's what we have to be able to do. Um, we're going to have to play some press coverage, and we're going to have to do some blitz replay stuff. And offensively, when we got the ball, we can uh, maybe take some shots, again, control the clock a little bit, and, and take some shots when they're there. It's going to be a field position game. I mean, that's what it is every time we come up here. Um, and, and this is turning into a nice little rivalry game, to be quite honest with you. Like I said, there's fireworks. You know, there's some different things that have happened in the past. Uh, but we are going to have to throw the vertical pass game at times. Yeah, you take a look at the last five years. The the scores have been all over the place. Uh, last year, we we had that rain deal and had to come back out and, and play on on Sunday, and they hit a field goal at the end of the ball game to beat us. We've had some great games with Dakota Wesley. We really have. We got that game. We got the game of 2012, which was the national game of the week in the NAI. And then you know in 08, we had that double overtime. You know um, in 2011, we had them backed up and. We had the ball on the 25-yard line um, with just a few seconds to go in the game. So there has been some some very good football games because I think it's two evenly matched football teams that play a very similar style of football offensively and defensively. And we just got to see it's going to come down to who's going to stick to the game plan and who's going to make the play when it presents itself. As a head coach, you always got those games that kind of stick in your mind, don't you? And it seems like there's, there's a lot of Dakota Wesley and Hastings games that kind of stick in our mind. Even when it, with the roles reversed, <laughs> when I was up there and coach was down here, there's a lot of games that stick in my mind. But again, that's the kind of, you know, being in the conference like we have and, and going up there and making these trips, that's what makes these games fun. Okay, have fun this afternoon. We'll see you afterwards. Thank you. Tony Harper, head coach for Hastings College. It's Hastings and Dakota Wesley in here today on 1230 KHIS. Got the report up next with uh, Dakota Westland head coach Ross Simple that is Bronco football today on 1230 KHAS The Tony Harper pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care our inspiration countdown to kickoff continues with the scouting report coming up next on your Hastings link to Bronco sports KHAS radio Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. 
at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. It's time now for the KHAS Scouting Report, a pregame chat with today's opposing coach. And good afternoon. Welcome to the Scouting Report as we get you sent for Hastings College football here this afternoon on 1230 KHIS. Hastings on the road playing in Mitchell, South Dakota today against the Tigers of Dakota Westland as we spent a couple of minutes with DWU head coach Ross Simple. And coach, not the, the year that you're really anticipated, but uh, it's been kind of a, a tough season for you guys. Yeah, it really has. Um, you know, there's been uh, a lot of things that have gotten us to the point of where we are, um, whether that's, um, you know, miss, missed assignments and not executing or just, um, you know, playing some tough teams and some tough talent and, and um, you know, being a player or two away from things. So, um, you know, not, not how we envision things at all, but, um, you know, hopefully we're continuing to learn and, and make progress. And I think, you know, for the most part, we're, we're still doing that. Yeah, he's sitting at two and eight in the season, one and seven in the conference. And your message this week is probably the same as uh, Tony's is right now to our our Hastings College team, and that's uh, to finish the season strong. Yeah, you know it is, and I think you know we've, uh, like you said, it's it's not uh, not where you want to be, and it's not what you hope to be. But the fact of the matter is, there's still a game to play, and there's still guys that are you know going to be playing in their last games and and suiting up for the last time with you know, your school colors on and, and things like that. And that has to mean something, uh, should mean something to your seniors. It should mean something to your underclassmen that are, um, you know, not going to be able to play with those guys forever. And so um, all those emotions that come with the, the last of, of everything, you know, the last, last time in the locker room, last, practice last all those things and and uh, we've we've talked a lot about that this week that is seniors day for you guys uh your last game there at uh home what is your message to your football team you, you go through a season like you have uh what is your your message to your team this week well i think you know for us it's it's been um you know whether this is good or bad it's you know we haven't been in this situation um uh, you know a lot and you know especially in the last six or seven years so um, I guess that's a good thing that we haven't been in this situation a lot, but, you know, the fact that we are here and, um, you know, whether you're talking about a record or, or whatever, I mean, we're at a point now where um, our opportunities are, you know, you're, you're limiting those things to, to one hand, meaning, you know, we have one more game. We don't know how many more offensive possessions or defensive possessions we're going to get or how many plays you're actually going to be able to, to play. And so it's really about bringing attention to what you do have, what we do have and, and what opportunities we still have versus talking about what we don't. And um, hopefully guys can understand that and take advantage of that. You did put it all together a couple of weeks ago. You went on the road and beat Jamestown 41-21. to Like I said, you put everything together that day. Yeah, we did. We, we had a good uh, good day that day. And, you know, offensively being able to move the ball, put points on the board. And, you know, defensively um, being able to get some stops and, and put our guys in a position to be, you know, successful. And so um, – you know, it was one of those things where it gives you hope, it gives you optimism for what we're capable of and, and the potential that we do have. 
last week losing to Doan by the score of 30-3, to a ball game that got away from you a little bit. Yeah, you know, and um, you know, that was a tough one. You know, I mean, they, they scored 30 points, and, you know, they scored one offensive touchdown and, and um, you know, scored two touchdowns with their defense on the field, and those are tough things. And, you know, we were three for four in the red zone, um, missed two field goals, and so, um you know, just again, it's it's execution things, and and um, you know, defensively we got to get off the field, and offensively we got to put points on the board, and the kicking game we got to put points on the board, and we get those opportunities, and you know, unfortunately a lot of a lot of those things are being learned the hard way right now. Yeah, we're talking with Ross Simple, he's the head coach of the Dakota Wesleyan football team. Coach, let's talk about uh, your offense a little bit. They're averaging twenty-one points, three hundred and fifty-eight yards per game. Looks like you've had some uh, some quarterback issues. What's going on there? Yeah, we've. Uh, uh, you know, made the decision um, with uh, Alex Poland, um, freshman that uh, started our last week's game against Doan, and and uh, be our starter this week as well for our our last game. Um, he started a game in the middle of the season against Concordia when uh, our starting quarterback Shea Slaughter had a, a hand injury and, and has a cast on his left hand, and you know it's just uh, you know that I've never tried to throw a football with a cast on my my non dominant hand, but um, it's obviously something that's not ideal for us and for him and so you know we've had to make a decision moving forward to try to give us the best possible position to to win games. Yeah, Alex played uh, last week against Doan went 15 out of 28 for 155 yards had four interceptions. He's a freshman, he probably made some freshman mistakes, huh? Yeah, he did. You know, and I think um you know that's the thing that um We've talked about. It. I think he, he realizes that, and and um, you know he's, he's come to work and and tried to fix those things, which is all we can ask of him uh, to to continue to make that progress. And you know, I know there's probably a couple throws or decisions that you know he would want back, but that's how you learn sometimes. And you know, unfortunately, it maybe costs us points or whatever. But you know, the fact of the matter is, we gotta we've gotta learn at some point to to make better decisions or to do do things differently. And that that goes for all of our guys. It doesn't go for just just the quarterback position, and so um, hopefully that we're continuing to, to focus on those things and, and make progress on those mistakes. Coach, you've had some great quarterbacks up there in the past. Uh, what about Alex? Uh, what's he do? Uh, what's the scoop on him? Well, I think he, you know he's a he's a, a football player. You know is how I would describe him. First of all, uh, very smart. Um, you know he's he's in a position where he's learning a little bit of a, a different offense compared to what he was doing in high school, but. Um, you know, so there's some acclimation period there, but I think you know he's got a lot of tools that um, you know we can use as decision making, um, is improving, and his athleticism is really really good, and so um, a guy that we we really have a lot of high hopes for. A couple other guys on offense. You've got a couple of wide receivers that uh, obviously are the main targets in your offense. Yeah, you know Spencer Negabauer, Daniel Leibold, Johnny Withrow. Those guys have been uh, you know pretty uh, pretty steady for us uh, throughout the whole year and. Um, you know, a lot of those guys, you know, in terms of Spencer and, and Leibolt, I mean, you're talking about a freshman, a true freshman, a true sophomore out there and, and kind of being your headliner. So, you know, again, there's some spots offensively that were pretty young yet. And, um, you know, those guys have done a nice job of taking on leadership roles and making plays for us and, and um, you know, excited about what they can do in the next couple of years as well. Coach, what about the, the rushing attack? You've had a, a few issues there as well, averaging about 112 yards per game. You're, you're not a team that really relies on the, the rushing attack, but you want to have something uh, that resembles an attack, don't you? Yeah, we do. I think, um, you know, I think that's been an area that, that we've uh, had to focus on, especially late, lately in the, the season. I think that's an area that has been, improving for us in terms of the run game. I think, um, you know, again, it, it started out with 
um, you know, not running the ball very effectively right away to start and, you know, trying to force some things and, and um, you know, had to get back to actually doing things the right way and putting guys in a position. And I think our offensive line has really responded well and, and opened some things up for us. And, and that's, you know, really helped us down the road. Defensively, you're giving up a 32 points, 439 yards per ball game. Talk about your defense. Uh, what have you got done over there this year? Well, uh, you know, I think defensively, I think our biggest thing that we've talked about a lot with our guys is just, uh, you know, big plays. We've, we've given up some big play touchdowns, you know, against Concordia, we give up 14 points and, you know, two of those uh, two of those touchdowns are, are big play touchdowns, and you know, Briarcliff was kind of the same thing, and you know, Midland kind of the same thing. And if we can eliminate some of those big play touchdowns, we're, we're maybe um, you know leading in some of those games, or even potentially winning those games. And so, you know, we've got to eliminate the big play touchdowns, and and um, if we can do that and make teams try to drive the field against us, you know, our, our chances of of being successful go up um, drastically. You've got a linebacker that's making some noise over there, Tyler Wagner, 82 tackles, 13 tackles for loss, couple of sacks. Pretty good linebacker in there for you. Yeah, Tyler's done a nice job. Um, a lot of our defense runs through him, and he makes a lot of calls for us. And, and so, um, you know, it's, it's fun to see him really uh, stepping up. He's you know, a redshirt junior in our program, so it's his fourth year, and a guy that's very comfortable with what we're doing, and, you know, a guy that's a team captain, and, you know, we, we rely on him to not only make the calls and to do things right, but also uh, play at a high level. And, and he's definitely increased his, his level of play this season. And, you know, it's really helped us defensively. One thing you have been able to do on the defensive side of the ball, and that's uh, apply a little pressure to opposing quarterbacks. You guys sitting number one in the conference in the quarterback sacks right now. Your your defensive line is going to be playing well. Yeah, they, they are. They're doing a nice job. And, um, you know, that's if we can get teams into obvious passing situations, we've been able to have some success, um, you know, forcing teams to throw the ball quickly, or if they do have to hold on to it, you know, being able to get to the quarterback. And so obviously that's easier said than done. You got to have great coverage. So the ball's not getting thrown right away. And, and, um, you know, your, your pressure has got to be there long enough where your guys in coverage don't have to be, you know, covering guys for, you know, three, four, five seconds down the field. So, you know, I think those guys have done a nice job of working together and um, trying to get into a position where we can we can make those big plays. Again, we're talking with Ross Simple, the head coach for the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. We'll come back and talk about the matchup with Hastings College when our scouting report continues after this. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. Back with Dakota Wesleyan head coach Ross Simple at Hastings College and Dakota Wesleyan here this afternoon in Mitchell. Coach, you've kind of had uh, the Broncos number here lately. I think you've won the last uh, five games in a row. You guys have done a good job against Hastings. Yeah, and I think, you know, every game, just looking back, and we were kind of talking about this the other day, I mean, every game seems to go down to the wire. Or there's some big plays uh, throughout the game that, um, you know, really determine things one way or the other. Um, I know last year it was a, a field goal right at the end of the game. Um, I remember times where playing down in Hastings, um, you know, where we've had to, you know, score late in the game or convert on a fourth down or things like that. And so always been a, a pretty big battle uh, with Hastings. And, 
and I don't see anything like that being or this game being any different than that. Yeah, in the recent past, anyway, it looks like a lot of points are scored in this series. So you got to put some points on the scoreboard to probably win this thing today. Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, I mean, just looking at their team and the makeup of their their skill positions and their skill guys. I mean, they have a phenomenal group of of uh, running backs and receivers that they put on the field and very impressive with their ability and and what they're capable of doing and so um you know if if you want to be in this ball game you're going to have to probably score some points and and keep up with with their offense yeah, he's sitting at four and six in the season, two and six in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. What have you seen out of this group? You had a chance to kind of zero in on the Broncos. What have you seen out of them? Well, I think you know um, defensively, I think they're a, a physical group. I think they're very active up front. I, I love how their D line plays, um, just being active and, and going at teams. Um, you know, I think that's one thing that really stands out when you watch them uh, defensively and then offensively. I mean, when you got a guy like, uh, you know, Taj Willingham that can run the ball the way that he does, I mean, it, it's fun just to, you know, catch yourself just watching him play football. Um, and if our guys are doing that, we're going to be in trouble because he's going to, he's got the ability to take it the distance every single time. And he's been doing that for a long time. And, um, you know, guys like him, Jordan Johnson, um, you know, that have been in their, their offense for a long time. Those are some of the best players in the conference. And, um, you know they're they're very talented, and hopefully we can slow those guys down a little bit. Right, what are you telling your guys? A couple of things you absolutely have to get done today to uh, win this football game. Well, I think we've got you know kind of mentioned it already, but uh, you know big plays defensively. We've got to limit the amount of big plays. I mean, we know that they're they're very talented and they have the ability to to do a lot of different things. But um, you know, for us, we've got to eliminate the big plays that turn into touchdowns. You know, and and obviously that's easier said than done. Um, you know, the other thing is just the line of scrimmage, the run game, our offense running the football and, and our defense slowing down their run game. I think those are two things that have to happen in this game. All right, Coach, uh, best of luck to you this afternoon. Look forward to a uh, good ball game today. All right, thank you very much. That's uh, Dakota Wesleyan head coach Ross Simple as we get ready for Bronco football today. It's Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Scouting Report. Hastings College play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for healthcare. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. 
by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Hastings College Football today here on 1230 KHAS. We're in Mitchell, South Dakota today. Hastings College getting set to play their regular season finale here today against the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you today. Hastings coming in. A record of four wins, six losses on the season, losing to Jamestown last week by the score of 41-39. to Dakota Wesleyan coming in. They're two and eight in the conference. They're one and seven. Uh, one and seven in the conference. Two and eight overall. They lost to Doan last week by the score of thirty to three. So Hastings College in their regular season finale here this afternoon. It's been a while since the Broncos have been able to beat Dakota Wesleyan. In fact, we've lost our last five games here to the Tigers. The last time Hastings was able to pick up a win was in two thousand twelve when Hastings was able to beat Dakota Wesleyan 40-30. to And we haven't won here in Mitchell since uh, 2008, so it's been a while. Hastings is looking to uh, close out this season here this afternoon with a victory, something we have not done since uh, 2015 when we beat Nebraska Wesleyan 49-13. to uh, Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. And, Jimmy, we've got a lot of streaks to worry about here today, but I think the, the big thing is getting out of here with a win and starting the offseason on the right note with a uh, victory here this afternoon. Well, that's very true. I mean, you want to try to get uh, get a victory going into the offseason and workouts and whatnot. And this Bronco team with the uh, loaded roster they have of underclassmen that we have seen this year contribute to this football team is uh, really a good sign of things to come here. Uh, obviously, you hate to lose the, the seniors that we're going to lose, some talented individuals as well. But there is a lot of youth on this team, and they've done some very good things this year. So, Tony, the staff really got uh, some things going in the right direction. And, yeah, a win up here in Mitchell would be really good. A couple of things to note, though. uh, Where was this field turf a year ago when we were up here? It seems like we come up here each and every year. If Dakota Wesleyan ever decides to come to Hastings, we'll get them a map, the same one Morningside uh, got this year, because it seems like we go to their house each and every year. It uh, seems like it's been a long time since they've been down to uh, to Hastings, but uh, this is a nice facility now. They put field turf down. Remember last year, that uh, heavy rain we got, we had to come back up and go to the Vermilion Dome to uh, finish that game on a on a Sunday night. And uh, so the strange things have, have happened up here in Mitchell. And uh, today the weather is going to play a definite factor down on the field. It won't so much up here. Thank goodness we're inside or we'd be uh, somewhere else here this afternoon, huh? I'll tell you what, yeah, the weather is definitely going to be a factor. There's no uh, two ways about it. Uh, cloudy skies is what they tell us. 24 degrees will be our game time temp. Winds will be blowing out of the south today of at least 21 miles per hour. The feels like uh, conditions are going to be 10 degrees. If that, it's cold outside, it's going to be a miserable day, and it's going to be a, a hard football game to play here this afternoon. Well, it really is, and if you look who that favors, I think it favors Hastings very well with our running game we have with uh, Neesmith and uh, also Taj down there and uh, Isaiah Jackson uh, pulling the uh, the trigger for the uh, Broncos here again today. Uh, the Broncos been able to run the football pretty successful all season long. Taj over a thousand yards on the year. So uh, I think it uh, definitely favors
Chargers, the uh, the Broncos out here. But, yeah, it's going to be a, a tough day to try to throw the football. The wind's, uh, again, going to be blowing out of the south, which is across this field as this field sets in here east and west. So we'll get the winds out of the south. It's going to be tough to connect on uh, really any long balls. Kicking game's going to play a, a big big part and uh, uh, special teams you know with the punts and uh, field goals whatnot it's going to be a, a tough day here and that football gets cold it gets hard it gets slick and it's just uh, tough to to hold on to on a, on a cold day all right so we're uh, marching up to game time here this afternoon other games going on in the conference on this final day of the regular season Morningside is playing an early game it was a 12 o'clock kickoff today up in Jamestown Concordia is playing at Doan Dort is at Midland Briar Cliff is at Northwestern, and Hastings here against Dakota Wesleyan. We had uh, breakfast when we got up here earlier today, and just uh, just for the heck of it, we said, let's see how far Jamestown is from uh, Mitchell, South Dakota, because sooner or later we're going to have to make the trip. It's still 243 miles uh, from Mitchell up to uh, Jamestown. And, again, Jamestown, the team that we have welcomed into the Great Plains Athletic Conference sooner or later in some sport, we'll be making our way up there. But it's still uh, 243 miles from Mitchell up to uh, Jamestown from here. Well, we definitely don't have to worry about it this year. We'll have to look at the uh, the schedule for next year. I think you had uh, mentioned uh, on the way up here, you'd kind of talked to Tony. It looks like uh, they'll be coming back down to us again next year. But sooner or later, yeah, we're going to have to make that track up to uh, – to Jamestown, and, and uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe Tony would let us ride in the baggage department. By then, maybe we'll have a plane. Maybe by yeah. then we'll get the, the management to get us a plane. Well, hey, huh? yeah, that'd be a great idea. Don't know who's going to fly it, but uh, we'll, we'll find somebody. But uh, doesn't matter about all that stuff. It's about uh, the football game here today. And, again, the Broncos with a 4-6 and six record uh, coming off a tough defeat. They have played uh, some games very well this year and just uh, at the end of the games have just not come away in the right column. Uh, we were talking on the way up how uh, we started out 2-0. and The win over Peru State and then down to Oklahoma to Panhandle State. And uh, – 2-0 and coming back from that felt pretty good about our football team, and then things have just kind of unraveled, and we've been in a lot of football games, just haven't been able to come up with a win, and that was the one last week, really had an opportunity to win that one. We really played Northwestern very tough, could have very well upset the Red Raiders, but uh, did not, and uh, just uh, kind of been another year of what if. And uh, hopefully, again, we can get out of uh, Mitchell here with a victory. All right. We're going to take a one-minute timeout. We'll come back, check the starting lineups. Hastings College football for you today. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan on 1230 KHAS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHAS and also online at HastingsLink.com. 
We'll get you the starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings on offense today. Isaiah Jackson will get his third start as a Bronco, a five foot nine, one hundred ninety-five pound junior out of Compton, California. The running back will be Taj Willingham, 5'7", 195, a senior out of Denver. Wide receiver Jordan Johnson, 6'1", 190-pound senior from Spring Valley, California. The other wide receiver, Xavier McGuire, 5'10", 180-pound senior from Queen Creek, Arizona. The other wideout for Hastings, Anthony Martinez, 5'7", 165-pound junior from Oceanside, California. Corey Leash will be your tight end today. Six foot one, two hundred and twenty pound senior out of Lincoln Pius. Offensive line will stay the same here. Frank Vieira will be at center. Six foot two, two hundred and sixty pound senior out of Whittier, California. The two guards for Hastings, Eula Tisaga, six foot two hundred eighty five pound senior out of San Diego, and also Blaine Morrow, six foot two, two hundred and seventy pound senior out of Grand Island. The left tackle is going to be John Satterley, six foot three, two hundred and seventy pound junior out of Burlington, California, and Patrick Hudson, six foot four, two hundred and forty pound freshman out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. Hastings on defense here today. It'll be a Tyler Parthamer. Parthamer, six foot three, two hundred and sixty five pound senior out of Beatrice. He'll be a one defensive end. The other side will be Kayente Kinney. Six foot one, two hundred and fifty-five pound sophomore from Marietta, Texas. The nose tackle today for Hastings, Austin Bredding. Six foot two, two hundred and thirty pound senior out of Lincoln. Linebackers today for Hastings will be Alex Allen, five foot ten, two hundred and fifteen pound senior out of St. Paul. Tyler Kennedy, six foot one, two hundred and ten pound junior out of Chandler, Arizona, and Cornelius Barber, six foot two, two hundred and fifteen pound senior out of Pearland, Texas. The five DBs for Hastings today, Darren Scott, six foot, 195-pound senior out of Waterloo, Iowa. Wesley Jardine, 5'11", 210-pound senior out of Beaver Crossing. Ross Ostendorf, 5'11", 180, a senior out of Gothenburg. Anthony Murray, a 5'8", 175-pound senior from Aurora, Colorado. And also Josh Stanzel, 5'11", 175-pound sophomore out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We'll come back and check the starters for Dakota Wesleyan. We continue right after this. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call, and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornchai immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes, I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment, and then you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them, and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 
out of your starting lines for Dakota Wesleyan here this afternoon. They're going to start a freshman quarterback today, Alex Pollen, 5'9", 170-pounder out of Minnesota, Minnesota. Your running back will be Luke Loudenberg. He's 5'6", 160-pound junior out of Canova, South Dakota. Your wide receiver will be Spencer Nugenbauer, a 6'1", 190-pound sophomore out of Mitchell, Daniel Leibolt will be on the other side, 5'10", 175-pound freshman out of Chambers, Nebraska. And the other wide receiver will be Jace Paltz, a 6'1", 190-pound junior out of Kimball, South Dakota. Your offensive line for the Tigers today, Cody Cook will be your center. Cook is 6'1", 290-pound senior out of Harrisburg, South Dakota. The two Guards for DWU will be Zach Doohan on one side, 5'11", 255, a senior out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And then uh, Ben Gannon on the other side, 5'10", 255, a senior from San Pablo, California. There are two tackles for Dakota Wesleyan, Trevor Wietzma on one side, 6'2", 290-pound senior out of Worthington, Minnesota. And then uh, Dawson Grotejohn. Six-foot-one, two hundred sixty-five pound sophomore out of Stewartsville, Minnesota. Finally, on the defense for Dakota Westland, they've got uh, three down linemen here in this uh, defensive set. Alan uh, Murdick, a six-foot-two, two hundred thirty-pound junior out of Phoenix, will be one of your down linemen. Dominique Warbine, six-foot, two hundred twenty-five pound freshman inside, and then you got Lucas Chase out of Fort Pierce, South Dakota. As the other defensive end, six foot, two hundred twenty-five pound sophomore linebackers for DWU today. It'll be Cody uh, Reichelt, a six foot one, two hundred fifteen pound sophomore out of Mitchell. You've got Ethan Gaki, a six foot one, two hundred pound junior out of Kimball, South Dakota. Dylan Rourke, a local boy from Grand Island, six foot, two hundred and fifteen pound senior. And the other linebacker, a good one, probably their best player on the team, uh, Tyler Wagner, five foot ten, two hundred and fifteen pound junior out of Webster, South Dakota. Finally, in the defensive secondary for Dakota Wesleyan today, you're going to have uh, Tyrell Haley at uh, the cornerback position, five foot nine hundred ninety pound senior from Winter, South Dakota. Trey Ducrook is a six foot one hundred and eighty five pound senior from Sioux Falls. Mitch Johnson is a 5'8", 185-pound junior from Mitchell, South Dakota. Then Brandon Slama is going to be at uh, the right cornerback position, a 6'2", 200-pound junior from Chaska, Minnesota. Your starting lineups today are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Again, 24 degrees here at game time. Mostly cloudy skies. Winds blowing out of the south at 21 miles per hour. And the uh, the wind chill index is sitting at 10 degrees as we get set to go for Hastings College football here this afternoon. Right now, the singing of the National Anthem. What so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming, whose broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight, o'er the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming. 
And the rockets rattle, the bombs bursting in gave proof through the night that our flag was still singing of the National Anthem as we get set for football action here today in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings College getting sent to take on the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. Elsewhere around the dial today, you've got Nebraska football over on the breeze, KOIQ 94.5. Huskers in Illinois, they are at halftime. Nebraska is leading the fighting Illini. Lovey Smith and the gang, it is a 38-21 to Nebraska has got the lead over Illinois. You're going to have a Blue Hill Volleyball today. If you're looking for Blue Hill Volleyball in the uh, state championship today, in fact, it'll be starting here in just minutes over on the Power 99 KKPR today. That's going to be at 98.9 as Blue Hill looks for their uh, first state championship in volleyball in quite some time. They'll play Hardington uh, Cedar Catholic coming up at uh, 1 o'clock this afternoon at the Bob Devaney Sports Center. We've got football action. It's a season finale for Hastings College as the Broncos dressed in their all-white uniforms here this afternoon. We'll take on Dakota Wesleyan dressed in their white pants and their uh, black tops and their uh, blue numerals here this afternoon. Senior day here for uh, Dakota Wesleyan here today, so they're all fired up. Tell you what, uh, the fans here in South Dakota, either A, or used to the the cold weather, or or B, they have nothing else better to do than to, to come out to the football field today because there's a good crowd on hand. Yeah, they always uh, they always show up here and uh, support uh, their team very well. And uh, the one thing is, though, we we're usually up here around the, the middle of the season, so uh, a lot better temperatures than what we're having now. But I tell you what, these South Dakota people they're tough. They are tough because once it gets cold, it doesn't get warm for a long, long time. And uh, they've got to be tough to uh, to live up here. Imagine what the North Dakota people are like. Yeah, we drove up here, went by the, the dam and everything and saw the water. Usually it's kind of refreshing. Like you said, we come up here early in the year and, it, you know, people are out there in the boats and uh, having a good time. We go by the day. It's not so pretty anymore, there's, is it? There's ducks and geese on the lake. <laughs> I tell you what, we come pheasant hunting up here uh, every year in December. And, uh, boy, this is uh, this is weather we're accustomed to in pheasant season, not in November. But, uh, yeah, it, it gets cold and and windy up here. Uh, most times when we're out hunting, it, uh, it's very breezy here in South Dakota. But uh, always fun coming up here reminiscing. Uh, as, as most people know, Tony Harper was the uh, head coach here in uh, Mitchell for, uh, for a time and uh, didn't have the, the best of records up here. And uh, he's uh, obviously uh, our man now calling the shots. And uh, another guy just to the left of us over here, kind of a record holder. He's a legend. 
he's a legend. He sees all these Dakota Wesleyan people around, and they're giving him hugs and everything else. I didn't know that many people love Dave Kamara. Yeah, we walk into the, the facility here today. He's down talking yeah. to all the ticket takers and everything up here. Dave Kamara, yeah, he, he spent a lot of time up here. I think he's still got a key to the city. I, I, he, <laughs> he, he might have a key to the stadium. Yeah, Who knows? Yeah, I think so. But, uh, yeah, very good uh, receiver here. And, uh, of course, uh, Ross Simple, the head coach for the uh, DWU Tigers, seen him years ago when we were doing the coup. He was an outstanding receiver for Sioux Falls. So uh, It's we, interesting how all those people kind of intertwine up I here. I know. It, it's crazy. But uh, he's uh, definitely working on building this program. And hopefully the Broncos can uh, get a victory here as uh, Stoggs is into the football. Dakota Wesleyan will return the ball. They'll field it down inside the 10. Here on the new sideline, back to the 10, to the 15, spins at the 18-19 yard line. That's where Dakota Wesleyan is going to start as a Leibold brings the ball back there for uh, Dakota Wesleyan. So, like I said, the winds are blowing. Is that across the field or what? Yeah, here? It's going to be kind of – the winds are just kind of circulating around I, here. I tell you what, how do you get to the basketball games without me? You and directions are awful. Well, I, I don't we, know north we, to south. Well, I know. You don't, you don't know which – is it right or left? We are <laughs> facing south, north side of the field. It's uh, blowing towards us, so it's out of the south today. Very brisk here in Mitchell. All right, Alex Pullen is the uh, quarterback here. He hands the ball away, 25-30, onto the uh, 31-yard line. That's uh, Loudenburg. Luke Loudenberg, he's their uh, leading rusher. He's got 719 yards coming in here. He picks and chooses his spot there, and he brings it all the way up to the uh, 31-yard line. First down for Dakota Wesley. The Tigers working from our left to our right. Here in this first quarter of play, just underway, he sings in Dakota Wesley in today. There's a uh, running play there across the 30 to about the uh, 31-yard line. Not much there. The Broncos shut that baby down. Tackle is made in there. By Hastings College, Tyler Kennedy getting the stop there for Hastings. And here, Dakota Wesleyan's going with that quick pace. They're already up to the line of scrimmage. Very quick. Wide receivers left and right here. One setback in the backfield now with Alex Poland. Low snap. They get her down. Loudenberg gets the call. And Loudenberg is going to be brought down at the 33-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Hastings College, making the stop there for the Broncos. Coming up to make the stop is going to be Wesley Jardim. So that was third down here for Dakota Wesley. And third down, seven yards to go. The Tigers on third down conversions are hitting only 31%. They are ninth in the conference in third down conversions. This is their first one today. Third down and eight yards to go. Poland wants to throw, stands in a pocket, rolls to his left. He's in trouble. He is hit, and down he goes back here at the 28-yard line. Getting through there for uh, Hastings College that time for the Broncos. And coming up to make the stop is going to be Norman McKissick. Norman McKissick making the stop there for Hastings. The uh, senior out of Chicago coming up to get the sack. That is his first sack of the season. And it happens here in the first offensive possession. So a good job by the Bronco defense. And now Dakota Westland off the punt. Yeah, the Broncos giving up a, a first play of the game, 11-yard run. But then after that, really uh, screwed things down. And they'll get a pretty good field position, or I should say sh- should, with this new field turf here. And uh, Murray back deep to field this punt, a knuckleball that's going to barely get across midfield. Oh, he's kicking against the wind here, so it's going to roll. I don't know which direction the wind's coming from uh, to the 38-yard line. It looked like he he got it up in the air, and it just kind of died up there. So 
Let me let me give you a few pointers. Well, here look at the flags. Yeah, I know. Look they're, at the they're flags. Blow, they're blowing this direction. So when you see the flags, now, now look at the way. flags on the goalposts. Yeah, they're blowing straight. No, they're blowing that way. Oh boy, your eyesight's terrible too. We'll get through this today. You know, it's a good thing it's the last game. We're just like a husband and wife crew. <laughs> By the end of the year, we won't about shoot each other. But uh, Broncos take over good starting position here. They'll have the uh, ball at the 38-yard line. All right, it's going to be Isaiah Jackson in there. It's a quarterback. He'll make his third start here for Hastings. He hands the ball away to Taj, and he's crushed as he gets to the line of scrimmage. Taj Willingham is brought down in the play right at the line of scrimmage. And it's going to be a second down and 10. One thing about Taj, again, over 1,000 yards this season, uh, he was uh, held shy of 1,000 a year ago, and uh, it's good to see Taj uh, having a, a breakout senior season. This offensive line, they've kind of uh, moved things around. Clint Head has uh, mixed things up quite a bit. They've been a uh, solid nucleus here for the last two, three games. So uh, Taj gets a gain of about one second and nine. There's a Jackson going to take a shot down the right sideline. He's got a guy out there, and he drops oh. the ball down at the 20-yard line of Dakota Wesleyan. So they had a man out there, but he drops it out of his hands. Out there was... Uh, That's McIntyre. Yeah, McIntyre was down the right sideline that time. McIntyre unable to haul it in. He had that in his hands down there at the 20-yard line. He really did. And again, uh, as he was throwing from uh, the near side of the field, kind of back across the grain there into this wind, it kind of held up a little bit. But still, McIntyre had that in his hands inside the 20, but he drops it. So now the Broncos look at a third and nine, the ball at the 39-yard line. Hastings working right to left here in the first quarter of play. No score. Now Jackson drops the ball. Jackson picks it back up, rolls to the right side. Jackson at the 40. Jackson at the 45, and I think he's going to get to the yeah. first down stakes. Yeah, give him a gain of about 10 and a half, uh, close to midfield. All I had to do is get it to the 48. Yeah, that was a a good job there by uh, Jackson as the football came back to him and he dropped it again. We talked about how the football is going to be cold and uh, slick and uh, hard in these uh, conditions, but he picks it up, takes it off right side, first down, Hastings. Yeah, he made something out of nothing right there as uh, Jackson picks the ball up off of the turf like a basketball player off of a hardwood there. Hastings has got a first down, first down and 10. The ball is out here at their own 49-yard line. Jackson's going to hand the ball away. That's going to be uh, Taj with the ball across the 50 down to the 47-48 yard line of Dakota Westland. They're going to use a lot of uh, two-back sets here today with the Taj Willingham and uh, Tyree Neesmith in the backfield at the same time. That was uh, Taj getting that. The carry there for about five yards. Well, you remember last week against Jamestown when they had a horrible time rushing the football in the first half. They brought uh, Neesmith out, went a two-back set, and just run the football all over the Jimmies in that second half. Yeah, we had 500-plus yards yeah. last week and still lost the football game. Here's a Willingham again across the 45 down to the 42-yard line. That should be enough for a first down. You can tell what the M.O. is here early for the offensive staff for Hastings College. We have uh, relied on the running game here in the first series here, and he seems moving the ball right down the field. Yeah, drive that started out at their own 38. They've got it down to the 42-yard line of DWU, and uh, primarily everything on the ground. Four rushes for the Broncos, 22 yards, second first down of the drive, and uh, Jackson will set up here uh, again the 42-yard line, line of scrimmage. All right, wide receivers left and right this time. Jackson wants to throw, stands in a pocket, throws it low down here at the 38, but it's uh, pulled in there. That's a Jordan Johnson carrying the ball or receiving the ball there at the 38-yard line of Dakota Westland. That was a pickup of four yards in a play. Just as good as a run. Second down and six yards to go for Hastings. Yeah, Johnson, uh, another good year as well for the uh, Bronco offensive staff, leading receiver coming into this football game. 
Goes down uh, down to the turf to pull that one up. Again, a four-second down and six. Ball at the 38 of DWU. And now uh, some movement. No flag, so they hand the ball away to, to Taj. And Taj takes it to the 35. It's like half of the line went. The ball was snapped. The other half didn't go. Jackson was kind of standing well, in the backfield the there. Handed the ball away to Taj, and he just went straight ahead to the 36. Dylan Rourke, the uh, Central Catholic Crusader, was going nuts to the umpire. Wanted to know where the flag was. There was no flag. He had to readjust and get back on the defensive duties there. Rourke has uh, been a good one up here for Ross Semple. He's a senior, finally going to get him out of here, but he's been a good one up here at DWU. Third down at about four yards to go for Hastings. Jackson wants to throw, stands. Now uh, scrambles out there across the 35, down to the 32-yard line. And he had to take the ball right to the 32 to get the first down. I think he's going to be a little bit short. That's going to be the case. So now Tony Harper has got something to think about here early. Fourth down and a yard to go. Heatsings with the ball. They're going to mark it at the 33-yard line. Fourth and a yard. Heatsings will go for it. Four and six, last game of the year. Why not? That's going to be Ed Jackson handing the ball away to Taj. Taj looking. Taj is hit, and Taj goes down. I don't think he got to the uh, first down stakes. Taj got that handoff, and uh, the penetration was tremendous on the left side of this offensive front by uh, DWU. They were in there, and Taj tried to delay step and go back into the middle of the field, and uh, the stutter step didn't do him any good at all. They were able to collapse on him, and uh, he got the ball back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it, and the Broncos will surrender the football back to the Tigers. I think if Taj would have just got the handoff and went straight ahead without uh, that little stutter step, he probably would have picked up the first down, but just that that little uh, indecision there, looking for the hole, looking for the seam, was enough to uh, bring him down actually behind the line of scrimmage. Loss of about a half a yard in the play. They did not convert on fourth down. So Dakota Westland has got the ball. They'll take over at their own 34-yard line. Here comes uh, their offensive troops back out here. Alex Poland is the quarterback. He's going to hand the ball away. Loudenberg, he's got room. Loudenberg across the 40-45 out to the 47-yard line. Luke Loudenberg, the junior out of uh, Canova, South Dakota, getting a first down there for the Tigers. So they picked up one first down in the first time uh, they had the ball. Now they pick up a first down in the very first play of their second possession as they have uh, moved the ball up now to the 47-yard line. Dakota Wesleyan working left to right, play action pass. Poland wants to throw. He's got a man out there. He grabs the ball at the 15-yard line. Down to the 10-yard line as he hauls it in. Reception is made by Spencer Nugenbauer. He is uh, one of their leading receivers. That's his 50th reception of the year. He had 783 yards coming in there, and he grabs the first big play down here. Dakota Westland has got the ball to Hastings College 10. Third first down for DWU, but that was a 43-yard pass play. He was able to get behind the defender, and uh, Poland, the freshman, delivered a perfect pass. Here's a Poland going to hand the ball away. The ball comes loose. It's a big stack up down here at the 10-yard line. I think Hastings is on top of the ball. They do. Hastings is on top of the football down there. The officials have already indicated we have the ball. At the bottom of the stack, Hastings has got it here as the Broncos come up with a big, big play. Anthony Murray getting the fumble recovery for Hastings. So Dakota Wesleyan makes the big play offensively. Then they fumble the football away. Anthony Murray grabs the ball at the 10-yard line. Hastings has got it as they dodge their first big bullet of the afternoon. Yeah, give up a big pass play. And how many times has Anthony Murray this season come up with a big pass breakup or a big play? He comes up with the football. And I'm not sure. I think that got dropped down, and Loudenberg just – Kicked the football, wasn't able to get a hold of it, and uh, 
Murray comes up with the football, so now the Broncos take over on the 11-yard line. All right, Jackson has got the ball, hands away to Taj across the 10, 15, out to about the 19-yard line. Taj Willingham carrying the ball there for Hastings. Gives him a little breathing room back here. Nice pickup of about uh, eight yards in the play. Second down and two yards to go. Six minutes and 57 seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, no score between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan here this afternoon. We've got uh, Taj in the backfield again. Isaiah Jackson, your quarterback. Wide receivers all over the place. Handoff again to Taj across the 20, 25, 30, 35. Out to the 39-yard line. He is tackled there by DWU. Coming up and uh, making the play for the uh, Tigers was uh, Cody Reichel. Reichel is the uh, linebacker, one of their leading tacklers. He had 76 stops coming in here. He chases down Taj Willingham, but not before Taj Picks up a first down out here at the 39 of Hastings. Broncos moving from our right to our left here in the first quarter. Down to six minutes and 15 seconds to play. And here's a uh, handoff again to uh, Taj. He brings it outside to about the uh, 42-yard line. A short pickup of about three yards for uh, Taj Willingham trying to get outside the numbers. And his second down and seven yards to go now for Hastings. Taj off to a great start in his last collegiate game as a Bronco. Seven carries and 41 yards. 17 on that uh, play before he got loose uh, on the uh, near side hash. Picks up a couple there. Second down and eight. Ball at the 41-yard line. Yeah, three wide receivers split out wide to the right side. Jackson will look that way as he wants to throw the football. He fires the ball across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. It'll be incomplete. The intended receiver, I think, was Anthony Martinez, but that one was delivered nowhere close. It's going to bring up a, a third down situation now for Hastings. Hastings on third down conversions, sitting at uh, number eight in the conference. They're 32.7% on third down conversions this year, 51 for 156. Looking to approve that right here. Third down and about eight yards to go. Ball is sitting. At the Hastings College 42-yard line, there's a Jackson facing some pressure. Jackson steps up, and he's going to be hit, and he's going to be sacked. He's going to be sacked back here at the 34-yard line as Dakota Wesleyan records the sack. That's going to be Tyler Wagner coming in on the blitz. We talked about Wagner in the pregame show, the 5'10", 215-pound junior out of Webster, South Dakota. He makes his third sack of the season. And that's uh, his 83rd tackle of the year. That's a big one here as it puts Hastings in the punt formation now. Fourth down for Hastings. Fourth down at about 16 yards to go. High snap. It's over the head of Stoggs. He's back inside the 10. He's at the 5, and he's tackled at the 5-yard line. Special teams again. The snap was high back to Stoggle. He chases the ball down at the 10-yard line, tried to get the kick away. He had no chance at that. Stoggs is tackled at the 5-yard line, and Dakota Wesleyan has got a big, big break here in the first quarter. Yeah, again, special teams, and uh, with the uh, cold conditions, you've got to be uh, spot on on those, and you've had all season long to work on that. That was awful snap. Stoggs had no chance at that. He could have used a butterfly net and not brought that one down, and then he just tried to get – Something out of nothing, and uh, they were there defensively uh, on special teams. Brought him down at the five-yard line. So Dakota Wesleyan with the first big break here in this football game, and they've got it at point-blank range. First and goal at the five. 
All right, so they're going to line up with uh, Loudenberg in the backfield. Now they're going to give the ball away to him on the sweep. Loudenberg trying to get outside. He has hemmed in, and down he goes. Back here at the six or seven yard line. Good job by the Bronco defense there. Austin Dorf and uh, company over there to bring down Loudenberg. That's a, a loss of a couple of yards on the play. Second down and goal at the Hastings College 7. Going to be a loss of four there. Good penetration by the Bronco D. Uh, Wesley Jardim, one of the first guys in there to get a hold of Loudenberg. And they'll set up here a second down and goal the ball back at the eight-yard line officially. Uh, here's uh, Poland now, Wooding. The tight end moves over to the left side of the formation. Lottenberg runs it off a right tackle. And he takes the ball down to about the six-yard line. Tackle is made in there by Jardim again for Hastings. So now Dakota Wesleyan is looking at third down, third down and goal at the six-yard line. We talked to Ross Simple during the week. He says uh, they've had problems uh, sticking the ball into the end zone. They've gotten down to the red zone, and uh, they just can't seem to stick it in the end zone to score points. Let's hope that's the case right here. Third down and goal from the Hastings College six-yard line. Poland wants to throw, throws a fade into the corner of the end zone. That's going to be incomplete. A lot of contact over there with uh, Scott, but no penalty flags. So now we're looking at fourth down, and Dakota Westland has got to punt the football away. This is uh, this is a plus for Jimmy, a uh, plus for Hastings, Jimmy, as uh, they get down to the five-yard line on the bad snap on the punter, and they're going to hold uh, Dakota Westland, hopefully, to just a field goal here. Yeah, I'm going to uh, try the field goal. This is going to be very tough. Again, the wind is blowing out of the south across the field, so keep that in mind with this snap, hold, and uh, attempted kick, but a great job defensively to keep the Tigers out from scoring a touchdown here and maybe holding them to just three. This is a 24-yard field goal attempt. Ball is down. The kick is up, and the kick goes off of the right side. It is no good. I think it was tipped at the line of scrimmage. That ball was funky once it got to the uh, line and because uh, Hastings had a lot of bodies across the line of scrimmage there. So, boy, Ross Simple's right. They're having a hard time getting it in the end zone and getting any points. They got the football at the five-yard line on the high snap and they weren't able to do anything with it. The Broncos dodge another bullet. No score. 324 left to go here in the first quarter. The Broncos will take over at the 20-yard line. Wow, that's unbelievable. Dakota Westland had the ball at point-blank range down there at the uh, five-yard line, unable to uh, score even a field goal as they miss a 24-yarder. So he sings dodges a big, big bullet early. Broncos down on the ball, first down. At the uh, 20-yard line, eight seconds on the shot clock. Isaiah Jackson, or shot clock. Shot clock. I was doing <laughs> basketball. How about the play clock? Here's a Jackson. He's going to uh, go straight ahead as he picks the ball off of the turf and he dropped it out of his hands and he goes forward to about the 22. That's what happens when we're, we're, we're trying to mix a little basketball in. With a little football, in fact, uh, Hastings College basketball teams are playing this afternoon at uh, Lynn Farrell Arena. But we've already got to three or four games in the books, my man. Yeah, you're uh, you're a busy man this time of year. <laughs> All right, three minutes to go here in the first quarter. No score between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. Second down, eight yards to go. Hand off to Taj, brings it across the 25 to the 30. He is tripped up there as uh, Taj Willingham is now... I'm going to pick up a first down here for Hastings. They pick up a first down. 
It is uh, first and 10 with a ball out here to the uh, 32-yard line. This game may be as sloppy as the broadcast. <laughs> the way things have started out here with the ball on the turf and whatnot, Hastings put together a couple of uh, decent drives, haven't gotten anything, any points out of it. That one there, about a nine-yard gain off right side by Taj. He gets the football out to about the 30-yard line. We're at 2-16 and counting. No score here in Mitchell. Jackson again hands the ball away, and uh, Taj is going to be swarmed under. A yard or two, maybe, for uh, Taj Willingham. Tackle is made in there again by Cody uh, Reichel, the uh, linebacker, the sophomore out of Mitchell, South Dakota. Local boy there. Second down and eight yards to go. He sings has moved the ball to the 32-yard line. A minute and 50 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Jackson has got wide receivers split out to the left side. That's uh, three wide receivers to the left, one to the right side. Jackson is going to look right. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught over there at the uh, 38-yard line, so a short gain. That's going to be Calvin uh, Lincook, the uh, practice of Omaha Burke, making the reception there. And he's going to be about a yard shy of a first down as they get it to the 39. He sees quickly up to the line of scrimmage here. Third down and a yard from their own 39-yard line. Three wide receivers again to the left side. Jackson looks this way. It's going to be caught here. Short gain out to about the 42 or 43. That's uh, McGuire making the reception there. Again, uh, Reichel, again, is the uh, tackler there for the Dakota Wesleyan defense. A minute to play here in the first quarter. Hastings has got another first down. Six first downs for Hastings in the uh, first quarter here. Didn't need a whole lot on that one there, but they were able to pick up three yards and another first down out the 42-yard line. Ball's on the near side. Hash, here comes a blitz. Jackson just flips the ball up there, and it's going to be incomplete. I think Dakota Wesley is winning an intentional grounding call there as Jackson just kind of flips the ball away because wow. he was going to the turf. Yeah, and that was a dangerous toss. A couple of blue jerseys uh, in the area there when uh, Jackson tried to unload that football. They wanted intentionally grounding, but the official says no way. And it'll bring up a second down and 10. We're inside a minute. 41 seconds left to go. No score here on a cold and windy day in Mitchell, South Dakota. Alan Murdoch is a guy who was in there for Dakota Wesley and had at Jackson in his meat hooks there. It is a, a long situation. Second down and 10. There's a little screen pass set up here near side. Taj is with the ball across the 45, and he's uh, knocked out of bounds over here at the 46 or 47-yard line. Lucas Chase is the guy over there to knock him out. Chase, a six foot, two hundred twenty-five pound sophomore out of Fort Pierre, South Dakota. It's a third down now. Third down and ten. No, it's not. Third down and about to five, five yards to go. Third and five as they make the correction up on the scoreboard. Third and five. The ball is uh, now at the forty-seven yard line. That's the Hastings forty-seven. Broncos working right to left the and now. Play clock's at zero. And now the. Uh, Game now the clock. game clock, yeah. The, yeah, game the, clock's at zero. The play clock was at zero with about six seconds left to go on the game clock. I think the officials are as cold as everybody down on the field, but that'll be the end of the first quarter. Yeah, so uh, the first quarter in the books will uh, switch sides, and Hastings will head the other direction when we come back. One quarter in the books. Hastings College football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings nothing and Dakota Wesley nothing. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Twelve thirty, KHAS. Bronco football for you here today on twelve thirty, KHAS, and also online at HastingsLink.com. In uh, Mitchell, South Dakota, today the regular season finale for uh, Hastings College today. The Broncos and Dakota Wesleyan squaring off here this afternoon. Hastings with the ball, third down, third down, and about seven yards to go. The ball is sitting at the forty-seven yard line of Hastings. Broncos now left to right here in this uh, second quarter. There's a pass that's going to be incomplete. Again, trying to get the ball to the uh, far sideline over there, the Terrence McIntyre. That one was thrown uh, behind well, and to the sideline. Off, uh, they were on different pages there as uh, McIntyre wasn't even looking for the football and went zipping right behind his uh, shoulder pad, so they'll bring Stoggs on to uh, kick this football away. I'll get to some numbers right after this. That's going to be uh, liable to... Uh, the freshman out of Chambers, Nebraska, going back deep to uh, get this punt from Stoggs. He does field this one this time. That was right on the money. Leibold watches it bounce in front of the 20 and now uh, watches it die at about the 10-yard line. And that's where Dakota Wesleyan will start first and 10 at their own 10-yard uh, line. Stats will be brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more. For the Broncos, 78 yards in that first quarter, 21 plays, 59 on the ground, 19 through the air. Taj with 10 carries, 54 yards in the first quarter. For DWU, just two passes by their uh, quarterback, Alex and He's one of two for 43 yards. They rushed it for 19, so a total of 62 on three first downs. All right, so let's see what the Tigers can do here deep in their own territory as they just hand the ball away. That's going to be uh, Lautenberg, I think, is still in there. Yeah, he brings the ball across the 10 out to about the 12-yard line, so a short pickup there. Just underway here in the second quarter. No score between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. Regular season finale for both of these teams. There's a pull He's got two running backs in the backfield, a will roll with the ball to the right side. They'll unload it, a short pickup over there to the uh, far sideline as he is uh, knocked out of bounds over there for the Tigers. They got the ball into the hands of Daniel Leibold out of the uh, slot position there. Just a yard or so gain over there, so a completed pass, but not much uh, heading toward the end zone there. Third down down for Dakota Westland. They've got the ball third and seven here from their own 14-yard line. Poland stands with a running back to his right side of the backfield. He backs up. The freshman throws it out there. It's going to be caught at the 10. He's at the 15, and he brings the ball to the 20-yard line. Should be enough for a first down as he goes tumbling out of bounds. That's Lottenberg coming out of the backfield. He got him the ball, and he squirts up there to pick up the first down as he brings it to the 23-yard line, first and 10 for the Tigers. Fourth first down for DWU in the football game. That was an eight-yard gain to uh, the running back. Out of the backfield. Now the uh, quarterback in uh, Poland redirecting some traffic. 
getting ready to take this first down snap at the 21-yard line. Bowling has got the ball. He looks left. He fires left. It's going to be caught here at the 30 down the sideline, 35 to the 40. Spinning away at the 45 to the 50 inside Bronco territory down to the 48-yard line. So a completed pass as they get the ball there to uh, Leibold. And Leibold slips a couple of tacklers. Spinning, twisting, and turning, and as he takes the ball down to the 49 of Hastings first down. 81 yards through the air now for the uh, freshman quarterback in Poland. That was good for 29 across midfield to the 49 of Hastings. Here's a running play now. Huge hole, 45-40 down to the Bronco 35-yard line, down to the 33. That's a Lottenberg before he is finally brought down. Austin Dorf in the stop there for Hastings College defensively. Also in there for the Broncos was... Abdul Mare, and now we got a uh, injured Bronco down here at the 33-yard line. So the Tigers have found a couple of plays to move the ball right downfield, and now they're thinking some points here. They had the ball in their last possession down at the five-yard line of Hastings after an errant uh, snap to the putter, but they couldn't score. Went for a 24-yard field goal and missed on a 24-yarder. So we are still scoreless, but now Dakota Wesleyan thinking points here in the second quarter. That's Jardim down on the field. They will help him up. Uh, Ross Ostendorf and the training staff. And uh, looks like a right leg. Jardim will run off under his own power. Hopefully we'll see him back. But, yeah, some sloppy tackling yet again by the Bronco defense on that uh, run from uh, Loudenburg. Picked up uh, 15 yards and uh, gets it all the way down to the Hastings 33-yard line. He was running away from the trainer because he didn't want to come out of the ball game. That's yeah. what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. All right, first down and 10 here for uh, Dakota Wesley, and they're thinking points now. Here in the second quarter, they've got the ball down here at the Hastings College 33. Lautenberg in the backfield. He's get the ball fakes to him, and now uh, Poland is going to be sacked back here at the 38-yard line. Looked like they wanted to hand the ball away to uh, Ladenberg. He didn't take it. And then uh, Poland was sacked back here by Hastings College. Getting through there for the Broncos that time was uh, Norman McKissick. He gets his second sack of this ball game. Second down now for DWU. Second down and 14 yards to go. Loss of four yards in the play. They move the ball back to the 37-yard line. Poland has got the ball. Hands it away. Ladenberg is hit and down he goes. Pick up one yard in the play. Maurice McDonald into the stop that time for Hastings College. So now Dakota Wesleyan looking at third down and long. Third down and 13 yards to go from the Hastings, 35 and a half. 11-10 in the uh, first half. No score yet. Something's going to have to give here. We've had some fumbles. We've had some merit snaps. We've had some big plays. Neither team can uh, get the ball and uh, get any points uh, on the scoreboard. Man goes in motion off to the far side on third down and 13 yards to go. Now the Tigers have called a timeout. Dakota Wesleyan calls a timeout. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. They invite you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the Water Park in Hastings, 10.51 to play. First half, we'll take a break. Hastings, nothing. Dakota Wesleyan, nothing. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu. Then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. 
Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. I know the big third down. Pass. wants to throw the ball downfield. It's going to be overthrown and just overthrown in the end zone. Spencer Nugenberger was the intended receiver. That's off of his fingertips about halfway through the end zone there. That and that's going to bring up a, a fourth down situation now, fourth and 13. That was really close. Uh, Poland hung that uh, baby up in the air, and uh, Murray was able to get back there, but uh, they were fighting for the football. Murray able to get a hand on it. So now we will see if Ross Simple elects to uh, punt this away with his record and his season. He may try to... Uh, do a little razzle-dazzle. We'll see here. All right. It's going to be a punt formation. They're going to kick the ball away, try to pin the Broncos back deep. It bounces at the five-yard line. They've got a man down there. Did he get into the end zone? Uh, let's see. Uh, they're going to spot it down inside the one, I think. Let's see. They had a man down there, but it looked like his back leg, Jimmy. Well, he was in the end zone. Yeah. He, but he grabbed the football. He was – he. Before he went into the end zone, he had a hold of the football. So it's where he maintained possession of the ball. So they'll spot it down at the two. So the Broncos will start out at their own two-yard line. Fourth possession here for the Broncos in this football game. All right, so Hastings signing right back here in the shadows of their own goalpost, so to speak, at their own two-yard line on a cloudy, windy, cold afternoon today in Mitchell, South Dakota. Jackson has got the ball, hands it away to Todd, sweeps left side, five-yard line. He's out to the six, he's at the 10, he's down the sideline, 15, still on his feet, out to the 17-yard line. There's one way to get out from your own shadows, as uh, just hand the ball away to Todd, let him sprint to the edge there. He got to the corner, he squares up his shoulders and takes it upfield as he has run out of bounds all the way up to the 23-yard line, a pickup of about 21 on the play. Yeah, Taj now with uh, nearly 80 yards of rushing just here in this first half. He's uh, set up for uh, a big, big afternoon as he took it off left side, picked up some good blocking. Here's Jackson going to throw the ball. It's going to be caught over there. Jordan Johnson makes the reception out around the uh, 25, 26-yard line. So pickup of about five yards in the play, second down. Five yards to go for Hastings. Broncos moving from our left to our right here in the second quarter of play. No score between the Tigers and the Broncos here this afternoon. Hastings will set up with wide receivers left and right. Ball's on the far side. Hash. Isaiah Jackson got a running back in the backfield. He's going to hand the ball away to Taj. Taj is hammed in. Taj takes it to the far sideline, and he has run out of bounds. Wellingham has run out of bounds over there in front of the Bronco bench around the 30-yard line, so he seems to be looking at a uh, third down situation. Third down and about three yards to go. A lot of traffic over on that left side. Taj uh, able to give uh, one defender a stiff arm, get around him, pick up nearly two, maybe a yard and a half. Ball spotted uh, what at the right at the 30-yard line. They got to take it out to about the 33 to get a first down here. We are down to 8:54 and counting in this first half. Here's uh, Taj again getting the handoff, and he's not going to get there. Taj Willingham is not going to get there. He is tackled in the backfield by Ethan Gawkey, the linebacker coming through there. Gawkey is six foot one, two hundred pound junior out of Kimball, South Dakota, comes in and nails Taj for about a yard or so loss. 
Back to the 29-yard line, and Hastings will have to punt the football away. Third punt of the day for Hastings here. Stoggs will get this one off uh, inside the 15. Hopefully he can get a, a good snap here. Liebolt back deep for the Tigers. That's a good snap this time to uh, Stoggs. He gets it away, keeps it down low, out of the wind, bounces across the 40, and it's going to be down at about the 37-yard line by uh, Austin Dorf of Hastings. So Dakota Wesleyan will get the ball back. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. Also online, com. Nebraska now leading Illinois 45-21. They're in the third quarter. That game is over on the breeze, KOIQ 94.5. You've got the Blue Hill State Volleyball coverage over on Power 99 today. Blue Hill going for the State Volleyball Championship against Hardington Cedar Catholic, and we've got the Coverage over on Power 99, KKPR. We are in Mitchell, South Dakota today for Hastings College football. There's a handoff to Loudenburg. He's going to be stopped in a play. Stop on the play there by Hastings. Parthamer gets the uh, stop for the uh, Bronco defense. Tyler Parthamer, the senior out of Beatrice. Loss of about a yard in the play as they push the ball back here to the 38-yard line. Second down and 11. 7.40 to play here in the first half. No score between Hastings and Dakota Westland. Poland wants to throw, does. Far sideline, short pickup to the 39-yard line. They get the ball over there to Johnny Withrow, I think was the guy over there. In uh, for the uh, Dakota Westland Tigers. Tackle is made by Darren Scott. Pickup of one on the play, so they lose one. Pick up one. We'll call him third down at about... Nine and a half to go now as they put the football down at the 39-yard line of Dakota Wesleyan. So third down at nine. Here's a Poland. He wants to set up a little screen. He does. Lautenberg has got the ball. Slips the tackler to 40, 45, 50, 45 of Hastings. And run out of bounds down here at the 40-yard line. Maybe inside the 40. So a perfect call there. Hastings came with some pressure, Jimmy. They set up a little screen play there to Al Lottenberg. He slips one tackler back here at the 40-yard line and took it right down the far sideline to the Hastings 39. Tyler Kennedy missed the tackle. He had a chance to bring him down before he got to the end of the chains, but he picks up 21 after that play. There's Lottenberg again, sprints to the edge, and he brings it across the 40 down to about the 38-yard line. So picking up two yards in a play. What is that thing out of the sun that's starting to lighten things up a little bit? Could see some sunshine break through here soon, maybe. Yeah, it ain't going to be around long. Clouds really thick up here in Mitchell, but it sure makes that big golden M in the middle of the uh, field. What is that, the Mitchell Golden Colonels? Colonels. Just the Colonels. Colonels, Just the Colonels. Here's a uh, handoff. Slips a tackle again, 35 down to the 30, down to the Bronco 29-yard line. Austin Dorf in the stop there for Hastings, but Loddenberg getting uh, most of the action on the ground attack here for uh, Mitchell. Yeah, this is a, a field used by, I think, everybody here in uh, Mitchell. A couple of high schools play their games here, and obviously uh, Dakota Wesleyan playing all their, their soccer and uh, football games here. So this field is used uh, quite a bit here in Mitchell. There's uh, Loddenberg again getting the call as he's going to be brought down right at the 28-yard line. So a pickup maybe of a yard that time. Tackle made in there by Hastings College. Austin Bredding and a bunch of other folks in on the stop there for Hastings. Second down, nine yards to go. 
Dakota Wesleyan again with a chance to put some points on the scoreboard here. 5.04 to play, second quarter, no score between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan. There's Poland again. He's under pressure. He throws the ball. It's going to be... That's going to be incomplete, I think. Or they're going to give him the reception there at the 25-yard line. Look like he pulled that baby off of the turf. Yeah, there's going to be a reception made. Bauer picking up the reception there for Dakota Westland as he picks it off with a turf there at about the 26. So they give him a pickup of two on the completed pass. Third down. Third down, we'll call it uh, seven yards to go. For the Hastings College... 26-yard line. Wide receivers left and right here for DWU. Poland has got the ball, slaps his hands, backs up. He throws the ball across the middle. It's caught down there at the Hastings College five-yard line. Reception is made by Kyrese Miller. Miller, the uh, freshman from Lakewood, Washington, making the reception there. Right into the center of the field as he hauls it in at the Hastings College five-yard line. And he broke free from Jardim. He's back into the football game, but he was just a couple of steps behind him. A good pass by the freshman pull, and that one goes for 20. And a first and goal here at the five for the Tigers. Pullen again slaps his hands. He hands the ball away. This time to Lottenberg, and Lottenberg takes the ball down to the three-yard line. Tackle is made in there again by Jardim. Now he loses his cap. He's going to have to come out on this uh, next snap. Hey, well, that's pretty hard to lose the cap with that do. I you think once it gets on there, it ain't coming off. I just stick on there. He's a shoehorn to get it out of there, but it comes popping right off. Dakota Wesleyan quickly line of scrimmage after a gain of two. It's second goal from the three-yard line. There's a pull, and he's going to send a man in motion now. Switches sides to the left side of the formation. Lottenberg will get the call, and he's going to be into the end zone for a touchdown. He's going to take it in from three yards out, and Dakota Wesleyan, after a couple of chances here, Jimmy, finally sticking in the end zone on a three-yard touchdown. Yeah, now Lautenberg with uh, 15 carries. 59 yards in the uh, ball game and the first touchdown, first points uh, to speak of here in Mitchell on this cold day. Now they'll try the conventional kick for the uh, the one-point uh, conversion here after the touchdown. That'll be uh, Tate Gale. Yeah, Tate Gale. He's in a ball game to attempt a PAT. Ball Hooked is it. up there, and it's going to be wide left. Hooked it. Well, you said the Windsor can be tricky, and we've seen a missed field goal here in the first half. Now we've seen a missed extra point. Three minutes and ten seconds to play in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score of Dakota Wesleyan six. Hastings nothing. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. 1230 KHAS. All right, that was a 10-play, 63-yard line for he sees. Luke Lottenberg taking it in from uh, three yards out. Point after touchdown, no good. That's the way we stand here. Sooner or later, we knew he was going to get some action. We'd had nine drives. Between the two teams, we had had uh, three, four, five punts, a missed field goal, two fumbles, and a punt 
Well, punt block, whatever you want to call it, with the snap over Stoggs' head. So a lot of activity here in this uh, football game, and DWU gets on the board first. It's a 6 nothing lead as Hastings will get the football back here. At three minutes and ten seconds to play here in the second quarter. Here's the kickoff. Hastings will bring her back. And they get it to the 24-yard line. That was Taj on the return. He ran into a... A whole handful of Tigers as they bring him down. 24-yard line is the line of scrimmage with uh, 3.02 left to go here in the first half. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS and online at HastingsLink.com. Basketball teams playing this afternoon at home as they're playing uh, Mount Marty today, 2 and 4 o'clock out at Lindfell Arena today. Hastings finishing off the 2018 season here. In the Mitchell, South Dakota against the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. Hastings now trailing in the ball game by a score of six to nothing. Ball is sitting at the 24-yard line. There's a pass downfield. Johnson is out there and he can't make the catch down here at the 42-yard line. The ball overthrown by Isaiah Jackson threw it just a little bit too far. Darty kind of launches his body out there to try and snag it, and it's just off of his uh, fingertips of the 42. Yeah, by Isaiah slapping his helmet, knowing that's his fault. Johnson started out at around the numbers on the near side, run down to about the 32-33 yard line, and just kind of stopped and then took off again and left his defender in his tracks. And, boy, if he hits him in stride, that's six points. He broke away from uh, the defender. Nobody was going to bring Johnson down, but overthrown. Second down and 10 at the 255 mark. Hastings with the ball here. Broncos wide receivers left and right. There's a Neesmith going in motion to the far side. Jackson throws the ball. It's going to be caught here at the uh, 35-yard line. And then uh, down right there at the 35, that's uh, McIntyre. Terrence McIntyre, the uh, freshman out of San Diego. He makes the reception. wonder how he likes this weather. I tell you what, California kid in this uh, South Dakota weather, tell you what, you got to love it. But uh, McIntyre's really come on the last uh, three, four games for this Bronco offense. Uh, he's made some big catches. That one there, he uh, makes a catch, turns up field, gets brought down, but not after an 11-yard gain, ball at the 35-yard line. All right, he's going to bring a man in motion out of the near side. That's uh, Neesmith. Jackson steps up in the pocket. Jackson is going to run the ball, and Jackson is going to be brought down here at about the 39, so a short pickup on the scramble. They move from the 35 to the 39-yard line. We'll give them four yards in the play. Second down and six yards to go. Now what do we have? A, a late penalty flag coming in there. Yeah, and Jackson getting up very slow. That's have, not we good. We haven't talked about our, our, our other backups. He's going to stay out there, but, yeah, I think you're right. He was slow in getting up. The penalty is going to go on Hastings, and that flag occurred long, long after the, the play was dead. Get a ruling here from uh, Darren Berg, the white cap. He comes over to make the call. It's an unsportsmanlike conduct call on, on Hastings. Evidently, maybe something was said down there after Jackson was uh, belted down at the 39. That's going to bring the ball back to the 24-yard line, so a 15-yard penalty, and the, the down is going to count, so it's yeah. second down now. Be a gain of five, but then they mark that uh, 15 off. It'll put it back to the 25-yard line. they got to bring it out to the 45 to get the first down. Uh, here's a uh, handoff now to Neesmith. Tyrese Neesmith is into the ball game now across the 30, out to about the uh, 32-yard line. Neesmith with the carry. Dakota Wesleyan. 
Now another flag is down there over on the far sideline in front of the, the Bronco bench, and Hastings might have been hit with another penalty over there. And a bunch of Tigers applauding on the play. So evidently we got some more problems over there on the far side. Tony talking to John Satterley. Evidently the official over there talking to him and Tony. Yeah, there's, uh, there's some tempers. Already in this football game, and now they'll march this penalty off after Neesmith picked up nearly six yards to the 31. So now they'll march off uh, another 15. Yeah, now they're going to bring the ball back here to the 16-yard line. I need a slide rule. Uh, third down. Third down and about, what, 30 yards to go? One more county over to get the first down. Actually out to the 45, the start of that big gold M. And uh, the Broncos hit with two unsportsmanlike uh, penalties. I don't know if both of them went against Satterley or not. There's a pass completion on a slant across the 25 out to about the 26. That's McIntyre grabbing the ball there. He was brought down after a short gain. Now he seems to be looking at third down. A minute and 23 seconds to play here in quarter number two. It is six to nothing. Dakota Wesley has got the lead. Now I think the Tigers uh, want to burn a timeout to maybe force Hastings into a punt formation and maybe have a, a crack and maybe putting some more points on the board here. We'll take a timeout. Brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll take a break. A minute and 23 seconds to play in the second quarter. It's Dakota Wesley in six. Hastings nothing. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 K-H-A-S. Here's the uh, putt by Stockdale, and it's going to be grabbed at the 50-yard line. So that's where Dakota Wesleyan will uh, start here. Still with a minute and 16 yeah. seconds to play in the second quarter. They got they got plenty of time. What was Leibolt doing, though? He was back here at about the 35, and Stogg's got a high spiral and a punt off. And Leibolt comes up to field that right in the middle of all the uh, Bronco special teams players. He... He could have just let that one go. He didn't need to come up there and risk it, but he makes the catch 48-yard line on the line of scrimmage here. This will be the sixth drive for the Tigers here in this first half. So he sings as what, punted four times? Four punts and then out on downs. So not a good offensive show so far for Hastings here in this ball game. Burst pulling, wanting to throw the ball. It's going to be caught down here at the Hastings 45, so a short pickup and then ridden down to the turf. Clock is running. Dakota Weston has got... Uh, only one timeout left. They've got a six to nothing lead here over Hastings College. There's a Poland on a second down situation now. He slaps his hands. He gets the ball. Poland looks left, fires left as he be intercepted. Intercepted to 40, 45, 50. That's going to be Murray coming back the other way. 20, 15, 10, 5 touchdown. A pick six. Anthony Murray gets the 
the interception for Hastings and brings it back for a touchdown. That is the third interception of the year for Anthony Murray, and we are tied up now at six points apiece. And worst news for Dakota Wesley, and that's pulling the freshman quarterback down, holding on. I think to his left knee, he is in some definite pain down there as the training staff runs out to him. But what a what a job by Murray. Jumps the pass route, gets it about the 35-yard line, and uh, it was a foot race down between him and Nugenbauer, the sophomore for Dakota Wesleyan. But to Murray with some good speed, takes it to the house with 60, 40, 40 seconds left to go. 65-yard interception return for a touchdown for Anthony Murray. It was not... Too much of a foot race, Jimmy. If I had uh, 10 bucks, I'll, I'll let those guys run again. I'll take Murray anytime. Yeah, he, he had plenty of speed there. Well, he kept up with him pretty good. <laughs> I'll still take Murray. Still, he was still a couple yards behind him, but uh, they continue to tend to uh, the quarterback in uh, Poland. They do get him up on his uh, feet, but they're going to help him off. And uh, They've got another uh, guy behind him. Their, their starting quarterback went down uh, a couple of weeks ago. With a hand injury, he's got a broken uh, left hand, and they've got a uh, freshman quarterback, and he's the one that's going to be taking snaps here on the sideline. Another freshman quarterback on the sidelines for Dakota Wesley and taking snaps, a freshman out of Fairbanks, Alaska. Well, he likes this weather. Yeah, he feels right at home. Pretty talented in this stuff. He's probably anxious to get into the ball game here. (laughs) Anyway, Hastings gets a pick six. From Anthony Murray, and now we've got the PAT pending here to possibly give us the lead with 40 seconds to play in the second quarter. Ball is down, the kick is up, and Stoggs will put that one through the pipes. It is good, and Hastings has got the lead. 40 seconds to play here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 7, Dakota Wesleyan 6. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. And Hastings has got the lead now over Dakota Wesleyan 7-6. Bowling through four interceptions last week against Doan in their 30-3 loss. He throws his first one today, and it comes back uh, the other direction as Anthony Murray gives us the lead now, seven to six. Well, and Murray just uh, completely read the uh, quarterback Poland's eyes as he looked. He uh, stared the receiver down, and then he just jumped the pass route. Easy pick. You could have got that one. You couldn't have run it in from there, but you could have picked that one off. Certainly not 65 yards, I'll guarantee you. Here's a uh, kickoff now. They're back to the 30-yard line to the 33, and now with 30 seconds to play. We're going to see, uh, yep. now here comes another penalty flag down. Yeah, and I think this is going to go on Hastings again. I think that was uh, Jackson Deed, or not, not uh, that would be Nathan Holdridge. On the uh, special teams, Tony's got to get the guys uh, under control here at halftime, Jimmy. That's the third. That's oh, going to go on That's going to go on Dakota Wesleyan. Yeah, there was two, uh, a Hastings guy and a Dakota Wesleyan guy. 
And I thought they were just trying to hold each other up from falling over the stack where the tackle had been made, and they fell. And that's kind of what Ross Simple is saying. Hey, they weren't uh, shoving or nothing. The crowd, the good crowd in front of us, they don't like it. I watched uh, when they took Poland off the field. He injured that left knee. He didn't have any weight on it. Two players helped him out. They took him right directly into the locker room, so that does not look good. And now they will uh, just... uh, They're going to take a snap and probably rehash here at halftime. As uh, Zach Lester, a little used freshman quarterback, comes out and uh, takes a knee, and uh, Dakota Westland is probably just going to head to the locker room and figure out what they're going to do here in the second half. Zach Lester is their... uh, what would be their third string quarterback, a five foot nine, one hundred ninety five pound freshman from Fairbanks, Alaska. He has uh, thrown eleven passes so far this year. He's two out of eleven, or no touchdowns, and he's uh, run the ball a couple of times. And that is it. We're going to probably see him throughout much of the second half here for the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. So we are at halftime. Hastings College football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings has got the lead here in Mitchell. The score at halftime, it is Hastings 7, Dakota Wesleyan 6. You're listening to Bronco Football. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. From Adelia, Minnesota. And Hastings College uh, has the lead. Ninth, uh, actually, with uh, here at halftime, seven to six is the score. Hastings with a lead over Dakota Wesleyan. We'll come back and uh, check the halftime numbers as we continue on twelve thirty KHAS. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. I was born and raised here in Hastings, Nebraska. My mom was in and out of hospitals since the age I was two, and I lost her when I was six. Every time I walked past that room, the memories I had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver. It's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom. They made me feel always at home, and again, like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion. You cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 
The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. All right, back here in Mitchell, South Dakota, Hastings College football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings with a lead over Dakota Wesley, and the score is a 7-6 to six here at the break. We'll get you the uh, scoring in the first half of play. Nothing in the uh, first quarter. Dakota Wesley had, had a couple of chances. Hastings had an errant stamp on a punt, and uh, Dakota Wesleyan got the ball at the Hastings five-yard line, but couldn't stick it in the end zone. They had to go for a 24-yard field goal. They missed that. Dakota Wesleyan had the ball in Hastings territory a couple other times in the first half and did not score. Finally, they stuck it in following a 10-play, 63-yard drive. It occurred uh, with three minutes and 10 seconds to play in the second quarter as Luke Loudenberg took it in from three yards out. The extra point was missed. Dakota Wesleyan had a 6 to nothing lead in this ball game, and then uh, the Tigers got the ball back again after Hastings couldn't do anything with the ball. The uh, Tigers were trying to take it downfield to get some points before halftime, and uh, the quarterback for uh, Dakota Wesley in Poland throws the ball on the near side. It was picked off and returned for a touchdown, a pick six, 65 yards by Anthony Murray, and uh, Stongdell added the point after touchdown. That's the uh, margin of uh, the lead right here at halftime, he sings has got the lead over the Tigers by the score of seven to six. Halftime stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan, ten first downs put together in that uh, first half. They rushed the football nineteen times for fifty-three yards. Their passing numbers, uh, 8 of 11, one interception, 133 through the air. So 30 offensive plays, 186 yards of total offense for Dakota Wesleyan. They punted twice for 34 yards. Look on down here, uh, a couple of more. The penalties, uh, not very many penalties in this football game. Actually, three total, one for Dakota Wesleyan. That coming late here in the second quarter. Time of possession, 15-14. For the Tigers, individual numbers for Dakota Wesleyan. Poland uh, went out with that injury late in this uh, first half, 8 of 11, 133, one interception. That was the pick six to Anthony Murray. Luke Loudenberg with 16 carries and 62 yards. He has one touchdown in the game. Alex Poland with a couple of rushes, minus nine, as the Tigers or the Broncos have gotten to him a couple of times here today. Defensive leaders for the uh, Tigers, Ethan Galky with three tackles. And Dylan Rourke with three. Tyler Wagner credited with five for the Tigers. For Hastings College in the first half, the Broncos with seven first downs. They rushed it 20 times for 64 yards. Isaiah Jackson's number, seven of 12 in the first half, 46 yards. So the Broncos with 32 offensive plays, 110 yards total. Broncos with three punts from Stoggs, an average of 33.6. They had two penalties for 30 yards and time of possession, 14-46 for Hastings. Rushing leaders, Taj with a, a good first half, 15 carries, 84 yards. Isaiah Jackson with four carries and nine yards. Poor Stoggs, he's not going to get to, he's going to have bad rushing numbers this year. 
One carry, it wasn't his fault. He went back to grab that. That was a, a loss of 29 yards for Stogg. So not going to be a good rushing year for our uh, our kicker. Receiving leaders here today, uh, Terrence McIntyre with a couple of catches and 21 yards. Jordan Johnson with a couple of catches and 10. Taj out of the backfield has one for five. Calvin Lincook has one for seven. And Xavier McGuire, one for three. Defensive leaders here in the uh, first half for Hastings. Wesley Jardine with six tackles. We see Tyler Kennedy with four. Ross Ostendorf with four. And Norman McKissick with three. He's also been credited with one and a half sack. Kante Kenny with the other half of sack. And that is your numbers here in a lackluster, cold, windy day in Mitchell, South Dakota. All right, seven to six is our score here. Hastings College has got the lead over Dakota Westland. You're listening to the halftime show here today. We'll get you back and uh, check some scores from across the area as we continue with Bronco football on 1230 KHS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. All right, back here in uh, Mitchell at halftime. Hastings has got the lead over Dakota Wesley, and the score is 7-6. to six. Another game going on, uh, Morningside and Jamestown. they got a, about an hour head start on us here today, so they are in the middle of the third quarter. Morningside has got the lead over the Jimmies, and the score it is 35-7. Other games going on today. Concordia is playing at Doan. Dort is at Midland, and Briarcliff is at Northwestern. As far as the other uh, Hastings sports teams are concerned, Hastings College basketball teams getting ready to tip off at home against uh, Mount Marty. The Lancers in town to take on Hastings. Women's game uh, tipping off here at 2 o'clock with a bid to follow at 4. So those games will be going on at Lynn Farrell Arena. Last night, the uh, Hastings College men's soccer team, they won the GPAC Tournament Championship with a win over... The uh, Morningside Mustangs final score was three to one. So both the Hastings College men's and women's soccer teams will move on. They'll play in the NAIA national tournament. Volleyball team was uh, beaten this week on Wednesday by Northwestern in four games. That was in the semifinals of the GPAC tournament. But Hastings College still expected to be uh, one of the teams that will play the NAIA national volleyball. National championships, the official pairings and uh, pool qualifiers and things like that will be announced uh, sometime next week by the NAIA office. Again, it's a 7-6 to six ball game here. Hastings College has got the lead over the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. Checking some other scores in major college football for you today. Nebraska has got the lead over Illinois at uh, Memorial Stadium. The Huskers... Leading Illinois, they are in the fourth quarter now. Last check, 10 minutes to play in the game. Nebraska 47, Illinois 21. Adrian Martinez is thrown for 273 yards and three touchdowns in the ball game. A.J. Bush, who transferred from Nebraska to Illinois, 
He has uh, carried the ball 23 times so far today for 131 yards and three touchdowns for the Illini. Stanley Morgan for for, uh, Nebraska has got seven receptions, 114 yards, and two touchdowns. But at last check, Nebraska was leading Illinois by a score of 47-21. to And the Huskers currently have the ball with about nine minutes to play in that ball game. So Scott Frost and the Huskers looking for their third win of the season here today as they've got a lead over Illinois, 47-21. to Checking some other scores, major college football right now. West Virginia is playing the Horned Frogs of TCU. And West Virginia has the lead over the Frogs. The score is 47-10. to They've got about six minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Ohio State is playing Michigan State today. And uh, right now, Ohio State with 12 minutes to play in the game. The Buckeyes leading Michigan State by a score of 19 to six, Ohio State led just nine to six at uh, halftime. They've added ten points so far here in the fourth quarter, and Ohio State has got the lead over Michigan State, nineteen to six. They are in the fourth quarter. Here's a final score: uh, Central Florida today beat Navy by a score of thirty-five to twenty-four. So Central Florida is still undefeated on the season. They are nine and zero. They win today over Navy, 35-24. to We've got to Florida out on top of South Carolina. The score there is 35-31. to They've got about three minutes to play in the fourth quarter. Other scores going on. Uh, Penn State has got the lead over Wisconsin. They've got about three minutes to play in the game now. Penn State 22 and Wisconsin 10. Here's a final score. Eastern Michigan beat Akron today. The score of 27-7. to That game is now final. Here's a uh, fourth quarter score. Memphis is leading Tulsa. It is 47-14. Memphis with a lead over Tulsa. High-scoring games today. Here's one in the fourth quarter. SMU has got a lead over UConn. The score is 52-37. Uh, SMU with a lead over UConn. 52-37, 12 minutes to play in that game. They got about to three minutes to play down in Manhattan, Kansas. Kansas State has got the lead over Kansas. The score is 21-17. Some other scores in, a couple of final scores. BYU has uh, beaten UMass today, the final of 35-16. to Here's a final score, Army. Winners over Lafayette. The score is 31-13. to With about two minutes to play in the game, Missouri is leading Vanderbilt 33-28. to In the fourth quarter with seven minutes to play in the contest, Texas A&M 24 and Ole Miss 21. There's a score with about 10 minutes to play in the game. Indiana is leading Maryland by the score of 31-26. to Started in the fourth quarter, Duke is leading North Carolina 42-28. In the third quarter, with about uh, three minutes to play in the third, Troy is leading Georgia Southern. The score is 28-14. In the second quarter, with six minutes to play, Arizona State 10 and UCLA 7. A couple other scores in here. Halftime, you've got uh, Marshall 
out on top of Charlotte by a score of 10 to 7. Liberty and Virginia just uh, getting started there. Also, just getting started is Bowling Green and Central Michigan. Middle Tennessee is just kicked off against Texas El Paso. So, those are the ball games that are currently underway or have been completed in major college football action for you today. The games will be starting here at 2.30. Include Mississippi State playing at number one at Alabama. Michigan is playing today at Rutgers. Again, that game will kick off at 2.30. Oklahoma State playing at Oklahoma today in a 2.30 start. Also kicking off here in the next few minutes will be Washington State playing at Colorado. Also uh, starting at 2.30 will be Kentucky and Tennessee. Northwestern will play at Iowa. Baylor is at Iowa State. North Texas will play at Old Dominion. And also uh, kicking off at 2.30 is going to be North Texas, or rather North Texas will play at Old Dominion. Uh, New Mexico will play at Air Force. Virginia Tech at Pittsburgh. Purdue at Minnesota. Those are the uh, 2.30 games here today. Again, we're at halftime. Hastings College has got the lead over Dakota Wesley, and the score is 7-6. Tigers scoring in the second quarter on a little three-yard run by Loudenburg. Hastings scoring on a pick six, a 65-yard pick six by Anthony Murray. The difference right now, the made extra point by Alex Stondel. And Hastings has got the lead here at halftime. The score is 7-6. to six. That's the halftime show. Stick around. we got the third quarter coming up. You're listening to Bronco Football. The Halftime Show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. K-H-A-S. All right, back here in Mitchell, South Dakota, here today. Hastings College and Dakota Wesleyan. Regular season finale for uh, both of these teams. Hastings with a lead over the Tigers. It is to 7-6. And the uh, two teams expected to move on to the NAIA uh, National Playoffs. So the official pairings will be uh, released sometime tomorrow, but... 
Uh, you can pretty well uh, bank Morningside in there and already as the uh, regular season champs if they can uh, win today at Jamestown. They've got a big lead over the uh, Jimmies. Then also expect uh, Northwestern uh, to move into the uh, the playoffs and the pairings are announced uh, later on. I don't see anybody else uh, in the conference uh, extending an invitation to postseason play, so everybody else will be wrapping up their seasons here today. Pretty tough to get into the playoff, get uh, three teams, especially from one conference, uh, into the playoffs. We've uh, watched this for a lot of years, but uh, I'm just trying to think here, as memory would serve me correctly on Morningside, this is is this the ninth consecutive conference uh, at least nine. championship, championship, I think, and then uh, their playoff appearances has been a string, a very long string, but uh, they find themselves usually making it to the uh, – Semifinals. They've been in the finals uh, a couple of years ago. They got beat by St. Francis uh, late in that ball game, so they have uh, had their opportunities to win national championships. But they're they're on a whole nother level, a whole nother level. They're like the coup was years ago. They were on a whole new level, and we can't wish them to try to go up to uh, Division Two quickly enough. I don't think they ever probably will. So we're, they're going to be a thorn on our sides. And look what look what is out here on the field. Look what is out here right now. I told now. you. I told you the I sun you was what, about ready to break through well, the clouds. As, as it does, I checked the weather in Mitchell. We are at a balmy 27 degrees. Ooh. It feels like 15, but that's pretty good. It's come all the way up from when we ate breakfast at, uh, I think, minus one. So it's getting warm here. Yeah, the uh, fans are. I wouldn't call it warm. It's uh, getting more bearable. <laughs> bearable. Well, it's all right up here. We got the heater going in the uh, the box. We seem to have quite a crowd gathered behind us, so uh, feeding off the heat. As Hastings will get the football with a seven to six lead. That touchdown coming in the defensive side of things with Anthony Murray with a sixty-five yard pick six. I did see the uh, training staff warming pulling up. Uh, on the sidelines there at halftime trying to check his, his uh, agility with that injury. So we'll see whether they elect to go. He looked at best 50-50, uh, about 50% good and uh, 50% pretty injured down there. He wasn't able to make very good cuts, so I don't know whether they'll put him in there. But uh, Dakota Wesleyan will kick things off in the second half, and we are underway. A high end over end kick going to come down to Murray at the 10. All right, we'll see what Hastings is going to do here in the second half. Murray's back to the 15, to the 20, to the 22-yard line. That's where uh, the Broncos will start. So Hastings will work left to right here in this third quarter of play. The Broncos have the lead 7-6, to six, did not get much done offensively no. in the first half. No, again, total yards in the uh, first half for the Broncos, 110 yards. We look at their drives. They went out on downs their first drive. They had the uh, high snap to Stoggs, a fumble, and then they had punt, punt, punt. We had a pick six, though, and we lead by one. It's 7-6. to six. Hastings trips out right for Isaiah Jackson. Taj will be in the backfield just off the right hip. Of Jackson and Calvin Lynn Cook on the far sides of the numbers. All right, and the winds continue to blow across the field here out of the south at about 20 miles per hour. Here's a handoff to uh, Taj, and Taj uh, breaks loose there. Taj brings it across the 30 onto the 31 or 32. He was stopped at about the 27, but then springs loose to the far side as uh, Taj is uh, brought down at about the 30. One is where we're going to spot it. Pick up nine yards in a play, second down at a yard. 93 yards now on 16 carries. We'll uh, continue to monitor uh, Taj's numbers. 
as he has had a tremendous year for the Broncos. He picks up nine all the way out across the 30-yard line, second and one for Hastings. That's a 1,087 yards coming into the football game here this afternoon, and Taj is going to get the call again across the 30. Penalty flags go down as Taj goes down at about the 33-yard line. Might be in the area of a hold on Hastings. Again, only three penalties in the first half. All of them unsportsmanlike conduct calls. One against Dakota Wesley and two against Hastings. And now we're going to see the the call coming here. That's going to be a personal foul. So that's going to be the uh, second penalty for DWU, and they will uh, give Hastings a fresh set of downs via the penalty. That was a face mask call there. They call on uh, Dakota Westlane, so Hastings gets a break as they boot the ball out to the 47. I can't remember too many snaps being taken in the Dakota Wesleyan territory here today. Not a bunch. Hastings had uh, moved the football just a little bit uh, on that uh, first quarter. Second quarter, they were really held in check uh, defensively by this uh, Tiger defense. All right, we'll see what we can do here as a handoff to Taj. He brings it across the 50-yard line down to the 46. So nothing fancy there. Just moves it off of a left tackle, moves the ball down to the 46-yard line of Dakota Wesleyan. We'll give Taj a pickup of about six yards in a play. Second down, four yards to go. Just underway here in the second half. Hastings is holding on to a seven to six lead. Taj on the uh, at the threshold of 100 yards. I've got him at 99 after a six-yard gain across midfield to DWU territory. There's another handoff to Taj. Starts off left, cuts her back across the 45, down to the 40-yard line. Should be enough for another first down here. For Hastings College, so the Broncos running the ball here to begin this third quarter. Taj Willingham carrying the load here for the Broncos. We've got a couple of minutes into this third period. Hastings has got the ball now in Dakota Wesleyan territory down here at the 40. Resembles the start last week against the Jimmies of Jamestown. In that second half, we came out and really committed to the run, and that's what we've done here. Uh, three carries for Taj here in this second half. Already now, Taj, 106 yards. First down and 10 here for Hastings. Taj gets another call here across the uh, 40 down to about the 38-yard line where he is brought down over there by the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. So a couple of yard gain there for uh, Taj Willingham. Tyrell Haley coming up from his quarterback position to make the stop there for the Tigers, a senior out of Winters, South Dakota. Give Taj another pickup of two yards in a play. Second down, eight yards to go. Hastings with the ball down here at the DWU uh, 38-yard line. Now they're going to fake the ball to Taj. Jackson wants to throw. He throws it down the left side. McIntyre is out there, and the ball is overthrown. Incomplete pass, and is now a third down situation here for Hastings. Third down and eight. Jackson with 46 yards through the air in that uh, first half. Jackson's number seven of 12, just 46 yards. And he was trying to get the football to uh, McIntyre. He had a couple catches for 21 yards in that first half. So now he seems to be looking at third down here. Third down, eight yards to go. Ball is at the 38-yard line of Dakota Westland. Wide receivers left and right here. Jackson is going to send Willingham now in motion to the far side. Jackson wants to throw the ball, cranks it up. He throws it. Johnson is out there. He makes a leaping catch. He makes the reception down there at the two-yard line. 
Jordan Johnson, well, he had a defender right in his face there, Jimmy, but uh, Jordan Johnson goes up, climbs the ladder, and pulls the ball down. It's a first and goal for Hastings at the two. Third catch for Johnson here in this football game will give him 45 yards now. That was a 36-yard passing catch, a nice catch by Jordan Johnson. Boy, we were going to miss him uh, when he's gone, but uh, what a catch there. First and goal for Hastings at the 11-21 mark here in the third quarter. How about the uh, Maryland Eye formation now as they hand the ball away to uh, Taj. He crashes forward. He gets it down to about the one. The Broncos say they're in there. That's not going to be the case. <laughs> he's laying across the goal line, but I think he uh, did that. Uh, Look at Dominique Montoya. He is the uh, up back in the uh, Maryland Eye formation, a, a reserve offensive lineman at 265 pounds. He's like the fridge. He's lined up as the uh, the first back in this uh, Maryland Eye formation, and now they just go uh, straight ahead. A little deja vu from a week ago, well, yeah. and Isaiah Jackson is going to stick it into the end zone, I do believe. Hold on here. There's a touchdown. There it is. Took long enough. You had asked Tony in the postgame show why more teams don't do that, and he kind of looked and scratched his head, and he goes, I don't know. And he puts it in this week as he gets a uh, lineman in there, and he gets right up on the back of Isaiah Jackson and pushes him across. One-yard touchdown for the Broncos. So Isaiah Jackson sticks it into the end zone for Hastings. Yeah, that was the play that the Jimmys used uh, very well against Hastings last week. And that why why has anybody used that play? Well, now Tony, a little deja vu, he slams it into the face of a Dakota Wesleyan as he just has that big old offensive lineman push him into the end zone for the touchdown. Here comes the PAT by Stoggs. That is up there. It is good. Hastings has got the lead. Ten minutes and 37 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, it's Hastings 14, Dakota Wesleyan 6. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. All right, so Hastings is getting a nice drive there to start the second half of play. As Hastings takes it eight plays and 78 yards, Isaiah Jackson sticks it in from one yard out. And the Broncos have now got a 14-6 lead over Dakota Wesleyan here this afternoon. Broncos really committed to the run there. Uh, five, uh, six carries, 26 yards. The big play to set it up, the Johnson, uh, Jackson to Johnson connection, 36 yards and a kick along the ground here. And uh, Dakota Wesleyan did come back and uh, they kneeled down as they bring it across the 25. I don't know why they did that. Well, he was hammered down by a leash on special teams. He got down there. I think the reason he went down was uh, <laughs> leash was coming like a bullet. He didn't want to get hit. All right, so that's where Dakota Wesley will start. Now we're going to check the quarterback situation. It's going to be uh, it's going to be their third stringer, Zach Luster, is going to come out. Alex Poland was injured on the pick six by Anthony Murray. So now little used Zach Luster from Fairbanks, Alaska, is in the ball game here for uh, Dakota Wesley. He's going to hand the ball away. That's going to be uh, Loudenberg carrying the ball there for not much. 
Again, uh, Lester, he has rushed two times for 11 yards, no touchdowns. He is one of three throwing the ball for seven yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. He's the uh, third-string quarterback for uh, Dakota Westland. Is there... Their starter was injured a couple of weeks ago wow. with a uh, broken hand. There's a handoff again to Lautenberg, and he is immediately brought down in the play. Is it brought down or blown up there by Austin Bredding? Yeah, Bredding doing a great job, nose guard, getting through there and just hammering down Lautenberg. That was a loss of three. One thing about the quarterback, I surprised the kid from Anchorage ain't in short sleeves. He's still got long sleeves, but uh, he loves this weather. As the Tigers look at a third and 11, this would be a big stop. The Broncos get the football back. Lester's going to throw the ball. He backs up, sets up a little screen. Lautenberg grabs it, and he's going to be tackled there at the 24-yard line. Hastings brings him down at the 24-yard line, and I think uh, you're the, the defensive coordinator at Hastings, you just go after this guy, Jimmy, because well, yeah, they're going to have to keep the ball on the ground to, to maintain the control of this ball or you're going to have to let the little guy throw the thing around without much experience. I think you just go after him. That's what happened there. He seems guys stalls out and gets a uh, big stop here defensively. And that was fourth down and about 13 yards to go. And it's going to be Dakota Wesleyan putting the ball away. He seems to get good field position. Ball is high in the air. It's going to bounce here on the turf. It takes a Hastings bounce at the 45, and they're going to down the ball in between the 45 and the 50. Hastings will have excellent field position. In fact, they're going to bring the ball all the way back here to the 48-yard line of Dakota Wesleyan. That's where Hastings will start. Yeah, high punt in the air, hit it about the 45-yard line, then come back. It went uh, behind the coverage team. Now they're going to... He touched the football at the 48. Now they're going to put it at the 48 on the other side of the 50. So a break there for the Broncos. They'll take over in Dakota Wesleyan uh, territory. And uh, looking for more as the Broncos have extended their lead now. They lead at 14 to 6 with 8.42 left to go here in the third quarter. All right, so Hastings with the lead here. Now they've got a good field position for their second drive of this third quarter. It's going to be Willingham. Dodge Willingham getting the call, and he gets it about a yard, and that is it. Coming up to make the stop was uh, Tyler Wagner and also Brandon Slama for the uh, Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. We'll give him a pickup of one yard and a play second down at a yard. The ball is sitting right here, or second down at nine yards to go. Pickup of one for uh, Hastings College with eight minutes and 14 seconds to play in the third quarter. Broncos have the lead by the score of 14 to six. Jackson again hands the ball away to Taj. Sidesteps one man and he's brought down after about a half a yard gain. Taj Willingham getting a workout, Jimmy, here in the third quarter. 22 carries down, 110 yards unofficially for Taj. That one there, the uh, penetration coming from the backside. Taj made a cut to the outside to the far hash and was not able to cut it upfield. No gain, third down. We'll call it uh, about nine and a half yards. The ball sitting at the 48-yard line. Again, Broncos lead 14-6. Clock moving at 7:36 in the third quarter. Rapidly moving third quarter. Everybody's pretty much uh, kept the ball on the ground so far. And now Jackson wants to throw the ball, steps up. Jackson is going to be sacked. He's going to be sacked back here. Isaiah Jackson goes down, so they get a... A big sack, and Hastings will have to put the football away. And that was our right tackle having a tough time with the defensive end. He got around him on just a speed rush, and he was able to wrap up Isaiah Jackson, and Jackson didn't uh, try anything foolish. 
throw the football. He just uh, took the sack, a loss of uh, nearly six. So Stoggs into the football game for his 2-4 fifth punt of the afternoon. Emmanuel Christopher is the guy who uh, recorded the sack. That was his sixth sack of the uh, season so far. Here's a kick now by Stoggs, and it's going to be fielded at the 27-yard line, and he grabs the ball there, and that's where he goes down. So that's where Dakota Wesleyan will start. A minute to play in Lincoln. Nebraska is leading by 19 points. Huh. Huskers uh, leading Illinois by a score of 54 to 35. They've got a minute to play, and uh, Illinois has got the ball. Hastings has got the lead here, 14 to 6. Action for the Great Plains Athletic Conference here this afternoon. Lester is going to hand the ball away. That's a Loudenberg. Did the ball come loose? It came loose with the officials saying no. He was down at 30. Yeah, I think that was McKissack coming in and uh, taking his legs out from underneath of him. All right, so it's going to bring up a uh, second down situation here. They're going to give him a couple of yards on the play. Second down and eight yards to go. Zach Lester from Anchorage, Alaska is in there at the quarterback now for Dakota Wesley. He hands the ball away. Lautenberg again. This time he's going to be stacked up by the interior of the uh, defensive line there for Hastings. Austin Dorf is there for uh, Hastings College. Also, Abdul Mare is in the stop there. No gain in the play. It's now third down and eight yards to go. Dakota Wesleyan moving from our right to our left here in this third quarter. We're down to five minutes and 45 seconds to play in the third. Another third down situation here for Dakota Wesleyan. Lester stands in a pocket. He throws a little screen. It's going to be caught here at the uh, 35-yard line to the 36. Going to be very, very close. They get the ball to uh, Leibolt, and Leibolt gets the ball to the 36-yard line. They're going to give him the first down. Not they're going to give him a better spot than that. They're going to put her down to 37. That's a first down, so they just swing it out here. Daniel Leibold grabs the ball. A uh, first, first down there for the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. 14-6. to six. Hastings has got the lead. Here's a Lester again. They're going to hand the ball away. It's going to be Lautenberg again as he brings the ball to about the 38-yard line. Austin Dorf again. Another stop there for uh, Hastings College defensively. Also getting in there for the Broncos was uh, Kendall Oberheide, a product out of uh, Adams Central. A pickup of uh, a couple of yards on the play. We'll call it second down, eight yards to go. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball on their own 39-yard line. Handoff again, Lautenberg across the 45 to the 50. Inside Bronco territory. They take the ball down to the 48-yard line before he is chopped down there. That's another first down for the Tigers. That is 21 carries. You think Taj is getting a workout. Lautenberg now with uh, 74 yards on uh, 21 carries, and he picks up uh, 12 across midfield into Bronco territory. He's going to get the call again as a Lottenberg follows his blocker through there across the 45 down to the 43-yard line. So Hastings using uh, Taj Willingham here in the second half, and now Dakota Wesleyan just feeding the ball to uh, Lottenberg. Dakota Wesleyan quickly up to the line of scrimmage here on second down and three yards to go from the Hastings 42. Lottenberg again gets the call across the 40-35 down to the 34-yard line. That's another eight-yard gain. 
He is uh, Loudenberg. Last three carries, 12 yards, 8 yards, 8 yards. Another first down. That's first down number 13. And if you can't stop it, you're just going to keep doing it. And that's what Dakota Wesleyan's doing. That is going to keep feeding this guy here. Here's a, another play to uh, Loudenberg. That time, Hastings got him down at the 35-yard line. Loudenberg, not a very big guy. Five foot six, Jimmy. He's 160 pounds and a junior. And right there, he was uh, stacked up on the play by the uh, Bronco D. I think that's Abdul Mare making the stop there. Second down, 10 yards to go. Dakota Westland has got the ball at the Hastings College 34-yard line. Broncos have the lead in this ball game, 14-6, three minutes to play. In the third quarter, Lester throws the ball. It's going to be caught over there. And then out of bounds at the Hastings College 29. Donnie Withrow is the guy who makes the reception. Withrow, the senior out of Kimball, Nebraska. He makes the reception here for the Tigers. Takes the ball down to the 29. He's driven out of bounds in front of the Bronco bench over there. Third down down for Dakota Wesley, and they've got the ball to Hastings College 29-yard line, quickly up to the line of scrimmage. Lester has got wide receivers left and right here. The freshman quarterback waits for the ball. He's got it. Lester under pressure. He steps up. Lester throws the ball to the far side. He's hitting. Down he goes. Did not get to the first down stakes. Darren Scott over there to bring him down. That was Lottenberg getting the ball. And Darren Scott comes up and knocks him down right at the line of scrimmage at the 29. That was a good play there by Scott. Yeah, Lester forced out of the pocket, just kind of like a shot put through it to to Lautenberg, but a great play by Scott. Now uh, they're going to go for it here. Fourth down, and Anthony Murray almost got another one right there, and he would have been off to the races, Jimmy. He had his hands on it, rubbed the play beautifully, got his hands on the ball, knocks it down. But I'll tell you what, if he would have grabbed that, it would have been goodbye. Well, it would have been 75 instead of 65 as he had a 65-yard pick six in the first half. And that one there, he just uh, simply watched the uh, the eyes of the quarterback, Lester. He was looking over to the near side of the field and uh, made a great play on the football. So the Broncos bend a little bit, but they don't uh, they don't break. They give the uh, football back here. They'll start at their own 29-yard line. All right, a minute and 52 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings has got the lead. Here comes our offensive unit back out there. Handoff again. This is going to be uh, Taj with the ball. Taj brings it across the 20, actually across the 30, out to the 33-yard line. Boy, how many carries is that for Taj today? 23 carries and 115 yards unofficially. Nebraska has wrapped up the win today over Illinois, 54-35. Huskers win by 19 points. Funny, Big win today. Yeah, good win. Second down here. Second down for Hastings at about five yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 34-yard line. Huskers starting to get in their comfort zone. We like to be in the comfort zone. We like that. Second down and uh, five yards to go. There's a uh, handoff down to Taj. He slides through there. Gets to the 40-yard line, maybe to the 41. Taj Willingham carrying the ball again for Hastings. Dylan Rourke, the uh, product out of Grand Island, making the uh, stop there. Rourke has had a, a good year here for Dakota Wesleyan. He's had a good career here for Ross Simple. 46 tackles, three sacks, two interceptions, two fumble recoveries for the, the Grand Island product. First and 10 here for Hastings College. Broncos have the ball on the 40-yard line. Under a minute to play in the third. Regular season finale for both of these teams. 
Here's Taj with the ball again. Gets outside the numbers. 40-45. Taj still on his feet to the 48 to the 49-yard line before he's brought down. Taj Willingham to the uh, far side of the field there. He has brought down another good game there by uh, Taj Willingham. Tackle was made by Cody Reichel, the uh, linebacker. The product out of uh, Mitchell here. Sophomore. Runs him out of bounds. They're going to give him a pickup of about eight yards in the play. Second down and two. And that's going to be the end of the third quarter of play. Three quarters in the books here this afternoon. Hastings College football. The Broncos trying to win for the first time in Mitchell since 2008. Hastings has got the lead. It's the Broncos 14, Dakota Wesleyan 6. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. Hastings College football for you here today on 1230 KHAS. That's a lot of Hastings has got the lead over Dakota Wesley in the score 14 to 6 here in this one. A pick six for Hastings. And a short touchdown run by. Isaiah Jackson, those have been the two scorers for the Broncos here in this ballgame, but so far, so good. Hastings with the lead, 14-6 in the fourth quarter now. Hastings will start from the uh, 48-yard line. Handoff away again. This one is going to be, let's see, that's uh, Neesmith into the ballgame now. So finally, uh, Tyree Neesmith comes in there, a sophomore. Neesmith has had a good year, back up as a Taj's back up 462 yards coming into the football game here this afternoon. Maybe maybe not a backup. They used them both yeah. uh, last week in the ball game against the Jimmies. Tyree is going to be a good one in a uh, Bronco uniform. Nearly picked up three there. Going to bring up, uh, actually did pick up three in first down. There's uh, Jackson. He wants to throw. Throws it down in the center of the field. The ball is caught down here at the 18-yard line. Hauling the ball in with Xavier McGuire right in the center of the field. McGuire goes down the turf and pulls it in. That's a first down for Hastings. 31 on the pass and catch. Another big play for the Bronco offense. They get the football down just inside the red zone. As the sun comes out and starts warming up, so does the Bronco offense. They've... uh, Put a show on here in the second half. All right, wide receivers split out to the right side. Hastings with a 14-6 lead over Dakota Wesleyan. Jackson hands the ball away. Neesmith at a 15 to the 10 to the 5-yard line. Touchdown! Neesmith takes it in for Hastings. We'll give him an 18-yard touchdown run, and Hastings goes out on top by a score of 20-6. to Three carries in this game and 27 yards, one touchdown, and the Broncos get their second rushing touchdown of the afternoon. And uh, Neesmith giving uh, the heavily worked Taj Willingham a little bit of a break. And the Broncos extend their lead. It's now Hastings 20, DWU 6, 13.40 left to go in the game. And the little tough man in there, Alex Stogdill, to attempt the PAT. All right, Stogs kicking to the end zone to the left here. Ball is down, the kick is up, and the kick is up there. It is good. Stogs nails the uh, PAT here for Hastings. 
13 minutes and 40 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break now with a score. Hastings 21, Dakota Wesleyan 6. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. Bronco football for you on 1230 KHAS. Bronco fans will be back up here again next Saturday. Yeah, we got uh, we got that's nice planning there. We got basketball up here <laughs> next Saturday. Get the uh, Corn Palace down the street. So hey, I hope you got GPS or your Garmin working because if I'm not along with you, this is going to be about the end of my show with you and with your directions. You, you scare me. You'll end up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where you'll end up. Yeah, something else. All right, anyway, we'll have basketball up here uh, next week against the Dakota Wesleyan from the Palace at 2, and it's uh, 4 o'clock. Hastings wrapping up the uh, football season here this afternoon. Here's the run back now for Dakota Wesleyan. Good return all the way out here around the 40-yard line. I know where the Corn Palace is at. We, we just now found the easy way to this yeah. field, and we've been coming up here for years. I know what the problem is, though. We've been amazed by the Corn Palace and the decorations they put at each and every year. We try to get downtown to see that. And you said there's got to be an easier way, and there is. It's just straight in off I-90, and you about drive right straight to this field. We found her. So did the Bronco football team, and they're playing very well in their fin- final game of the season. All right, they're going to start this drive from the 38-yard line. Here's a handoff to Lottenberg, a big hole across the 45 on his feet to the 49-yard line before he's brought down there. Wesley Jardine making the stop for the Bronco defense. So a quick first down there by a Dakota Wesley. Now they will go quickly up to the line of scrimmage here as we approach the 13-minute mark in the fourth quarter. Hastings leading by a couple of scores, 21 to 6. Zach Lester has got the ball. He hands it away again to Lottenberg. Follows his blocker through the hole across the 50 down to the Hastings College 48 yard line. So Lottenberg, not very big, but I'll tell you what, he's a pretty good little runner there for a DWU. Just a junior. He'll be back next year. 719 yards coming into this football game here this afternoon. Second down and. Seven yards to go from the Hastings College 48. There's a pass across the middle. It's going to be deflected down. It's deflected down. Hastings. <laughs> who was that? Cornelius Barber, I yeah, think, is the guy who had it in his hands. Threw it right in his gut. About knocked the wind out of him. Knocked him down. Tell you what, he picks that one off. He uh, has an opportunity to take it to the house. Third down, down for uh, Dakota Wesley. They've got it at the Hastings College 48-yard line. Tigers moving from our left to our right here in this uh, fourth and final quarter. Lester backs up. He wants to throw it again across the middle. It's going to be complete down here at the 34-yard line. A completed pass. That's going to be enough for a first down. So a completed pass goes over there to uh, Jace Poltz, who makes the uh, reception. Down here at the Hastings College, 34. So Dakota Wesleyan moved the sticks. Now they hand the ball away again to uh, Lottenberg. He brings it across the 30, down to the Hastings College, 29-yard line. So the Tigers not done yet. They move the ball down to the 29. It's second down here and five yards to go for the Tigers. 
Tackle by Mirai. 52 tackles between him and Tosh, or 52 rushes between him and Willingham here today as uh, Loudenburg picks up four on that play. They make it to uh, Loudenburg again getting the carry. He slips a couple of tackles, and he takes the ball all the way down the 20-yard line to the 19. What happened there? Hastings. Terrible tackle. Yeah, they had him stopped right at the line of scrimmage, and all of a sudden, Lottenberg, the little guy, squirts loose and picks up the first down down to the 19-yard line of Hastings. 119 yards now on 28 carries. Very quickly, it was DWU. And look at the uh, carry there. Lottenberg again carries it down to the 15, down to about the 14-yard line. Tackle was made again by... Abdul Mare for Hastings. It's going to be a pickup of three yards in the play. Second down and seven yards to go. Still plenty of time left here in the fourth quarter. 11 minutes and eight seconds to play. Uh, Hastings has got a, an injured player coming out is uh, Tyler Kennedy. Tyler Kennedy, the linebacker for Hastings, will need some medical attention as he comes to the near sideline. Maurice McDonald will be in to replace him now. It is second down and about seven yards to go. Dakota Wesleyan in the Bronco red zone. They picked that one off with a turf, and they hand the ball away. That's going to be Lottenberg. Lottenberg down to about the nine-yard line. Run down there by Kendall Oberheide for Hastings defensively. That's enough for another first down. So the Tigers have got a first down and goal at the Hastings nine-yard line. 30 carries, 129 now unofficially for Loudenburg as the uh, Tigers go in the line of scrimmage at the nine-yard line. First and goal, 10-30 left to go in the game. Lester hands the ball away to Loutenberg. He slips one tackle again, and he takes the ball down to the five, down to the four-yard line. Just kind of sidesteps a man back there who got penetration Lottenberg took it all the way down to about the uh, four-yard line. It's second down and goal. He's like a little water bug out there. He's a second tough guy to find behind that big offensive line, and once he gets through there, he's slippery, 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 slippery. What a good little back. Five-yard gain, second down and goal. Here's uh, Lester again. He hands the ball away to him, and he's going to take it into the end zone for the touchdown. Untouched that time. He took it into the end zone from four yards out, and the uh, Tigers not done yet. This is their final game of the season, too. They'd like to wrap her up with a win. And they tack on six more there with a four-yard run. From their little running back, Lautenberg, he takes it into the end zone for the score, and it's 21-12. Second touchdown for Lautenberg in the ball game. 138 on 32 carries. He's a little guy to get that many carries, but he's a, a tough one to bring down. They had six more on, 9.54 left to go in the ballgame, 21-12 PAT pending here. Breeze still blowing out of the south across this football field. They missed a uh, extra point earlier in this ball game. Here's the second attempt is up there. That one is going to be through the pipes. It is good. So the PAT is good here for a DWU. So we still got ourselves the ball game. Nine minutes and 54 seconds to play. And the game will take a break with a score. Hastings 21, Dakota Wesleyan 13. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. 1230 KHAS. Football. The 2018 season brought to you by Five Points Bank of the 
Institutes. Mary Lanning Healthcare, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill by Family Medical Center of Hastings, by the Hastings Tribune, also by Hastings Convenient Care PC, and by the Hastings College Foundation. As the run-up in the uh, boot, Taj Willingham gets it, 25-30. Look out, 35-40, 45-50. Brings the ball all the way back to the 43-yard line of Dakota Wesleyan. 38 yards on the return as Willingham took that on the far side of the field. He just kind of waited for things to uh, get set up. And then took it up the uh, near side of the field, got it out to the numbers in front of the DWU football team, and got it across we got a penalty flag. That, yeah, that's going to nullify everything. Got a penalty flag back up field. That's going to be a hold on Hastings. I think Austin Dorf is the uh, guilty party there. Talented uh, officiating crew down there. If you look at our umpire. Darren Berg and Jerry Beers. Jerry Beers. And we've got uh, B.J. Founts out there. Chad Gordon is out there. No relation to Jeff. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> All right, so with the uh, penalty, Hastings has got the ball here at their own 28-yard line. They would have had it at the uh, Dakota Wesleyan 43 or 44, but a penalty here on Hastings. Now Todd just said, just give me the ball, get her down there again. He's at 35, 40, 45, run out of bounds at the 50-yard line. As it is, give me the ball. I'll, I'll take her back to where I was, I was at on the kickoff return. And he did just about that as Taj Willingham has run out of bounds at the Dakota Wesleyan 48-yard line. Taj is having a sensational day here in this uh, regular season finale. Yeah, 20, 23 on the run, gets it across midfield. 26 carries now and 173 yards for Willingham. Taj, of course, a, a senior. Going to miss him from Denver, Colorado. Taj Willingham, a uh, a great season here for a 2018. Give him the ball again. Why not? This time he is stacked up. Right into the center of the field, right at about the 48-yard line. A lot of blue shirts getting in there to, to bring him down. Gain of about one yard in the play. Emmanuel Christopher was the guy to bring him down. Junior out of Sioux Falls. Eight minutes and 32 seconds to play in the game. I'd feel a lot easier, Jimmy, if we can get this uh, stuck in the end zone somehow. Well, things have really come alive. It was a lackluster first half, but uh, both teams playing a lot better here in this uh, second period, or second half. Here's uh, Jackson. He steps up, fires the ball across the middle. It's going to be incomplete. It was a tip down there by uh, the Tigers. It was chipped, so the ball is incomplete. And now it's a third down. Third down and about eight yards to go here for Hastings. Ball was tipped back there by Brandon Slama. Slama, the junior from Chaska, Minnesota. So now the uh, Dakota Wesleyan fans will get into the football game here. They're not frozen stiff yet. No. Third down here for Hastings. Third down and about eight yards to go from the 48-yard line of Dakota Wesleyan. Jackson with the ball. Jackson backs up. He fires it across the middle. Intercepted. Intercepted to the 35 to the 40. Back to the 45, now retreats, still on his feet, brings it across the 45 to the 50. Dakota Wesleyan has got the ball. Mitch Johnson 
Gets his second interception of the year for Dakota Westland, a junior from Mitchell here. He brings the ball back to the 48-yard line, and now Dakota Westland has got the ball with 7 minutes and 57 seconds to play in the game. First pick of the day for Isaiah Jackson. I think that was uh, Johnson down inside the 30-yard line. He was trying to hit on a slant pattern, but he threw it into double coverage and uh, a good defensive play there in the pick, and they've got it at their at the uh, 48-yard line. Second interception of the season for Isaiah Jackson. So now Zach Lester comes back out. They hand the ball away to uh, Lottenberg, and Lottenberg brings it across the 50 to the Bronco 49-yard line. All right, so here we go. We are down by, or up by eight points at 21-13. to 13. But to go to Westland, has got the ball. A lot of our uh, games with these guys have come down the wire, and it looks like uh, today is going to be no different. Lottenberg again gets the call. We all know how they're going to run the football here. That time, Lottenberg is uh, stacked up, right, as he gets to the line of scrimmage. So now it's third down and seven yards to go. 19 consecutive carries for Lautenberg. He's got all the carries here in this second half. And you go back into the, uh, the second quarter, he's got uh, – 27 of the 28 carries from the second quarter to this point right now in the game. That was no gain. Third and about six. They take the ball to him, and now Lester wants to throw. He's got time. He fires the ball. It's going to be complete. Completed the 35 of Hastings down to the 30 to the 25. They get the ball to Johnny Withrow, and Withrow is out of bounds down around the Hastings College 22-yard line. That is a first down. 18th first down for Dakota Wesleyan. Very quickly, the line of scrimmage. That was a 23-yard passing catch down to the 24-yard line. Actually, 25-yard line. There's a handoff again. That's going to be... Lottenberg again as he takes it maybe back to the uh, line of scrimmage, trying to get it outside. He's going to be stopped right at the 25, so it's going to bring up a second down and 10. Six minutes and 19 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter, 21-13. Hastings has got the lead, but Dakota Wesleyan is uh, driving for a potential uh, tying touchdown here. There's a Lester. He wants to throw. He gets away. He's at the 20-yard line. At the 15, he's at the 10-yard line, down to the 9. So the third-string quarterback, little use Zach Lester, takes the ball down the 9-yard line. He is tackled on the play by Ostendorf. And now with 5 minutes and 48 seconds to play, Dakota Westland has got the ball at the Hastings 9-yard line. They uh, give the ball away. No, they're going to fake the ball to a Lottenberg that time. Lester brings the ball for a yard as he trying to take it around the right end. He runs right into Wesley Jardine on the play. Go back to that prior play. Uh, Lester fakes the handoff to Lautenberg, who's gotten a boatload of carries all day long, and he just simply tucked it away. Good play fake, picked up 16. He picks up one there. It's second down and goal from the nine. Lester waiting for the snap. He's got it, hands it away. Lautenberg follows his blocker inside the five-yard line, down to about the three before he's brought down. Tackle is made in there by Norman McKissick of Hastings, but now Dakota Westland... With five minutes to go in the game, has got the ball down here at the Hastings College three-yard line. It is third down and goal from the Hastings three. Lester has got it again. Lottenberg gets the call. Lottenberg at the two. The ball is loose. That is loose. That's recovered down there by Dakota Wesley. And the ball was loose as it's recovered there by a big offensive lineman, Trevor Wietzma, the left tackle. 
recovers the loose ball down at the Hastings College two-yard line, and now it's fourth down. It is fourth down for Dakota Wesley at the Hastings College two-yard line. Tigers obviously will go for it. They hand it away, and they have got him stopped at the two-yard line. Actually chopped him down for a loss of about one. Great penetration. Tyler Kennedy's one of the guys in there. Boy, a slug of the Broncos. Great penetration there by the Bronco D and a big, big play. Couldn't come at any better time. Yeah, McKissick was in there. Wesley Jardim was in there. Lottenberg gets the call, but Hastings chops him down on a fourth down with four minutes and 14 seconds to play, Hastings is still leading in this ballgame on a score of 21 to 13. On Loudenberg's 38th carry of the football game, he coughs it up in a big play. We've had a lot of big special, uh, a lot of big plays here in this football game. The ball's been on the turf a lot. And now, don't do anything foolish. Get it out of the shadows of your goal line. The Broncos have it first to 10 from the three. Jackson is in the end zone as he grabs the ball in the snap and he hands it away to Taj. Both hands on the ball. Brings it across the five out to the uh, six-yard line. A little pushing and shoving there after the play down there. But they bring the ball up to about the uh, six-yard line or so with Taj Willingham. Three minutes and 54 seconds to play in this game. Hastings trying to win in Mitchell for the first time since 2008. Hastings has lost five straight games to Dakota Westland and are looking to break that streak here this afternoon. Hastings has not won their final game of the regular season since 2015. Trying to change all that here this afternoon. Here's a pass to the near side. is caught by Jordan Johnson. He is out of bounds up around the 16-yard line. Tell you what, a couple of first downs here, Jimmy, and Hastings can put this one in the, the right column here. We're down to three minutes and 17 seconds to play. Dakota Westland has got three timeouts left. So does Hastings. Perfect. Take that long trip back home to Hastings with a victory going into the offseason. It would be a big boost to this team emotionally. That was an eight-yard pass and catch to Johnson. 53 yards on four catches for Jordan here in the uh, football game. I right, first down here. They're going to hand the ball away to uh, Taz, trying to get outside. Taz races to the 20, and Taz is ridden out of bounds over there on the far sideline. Running him out was uh, Cody Reichel, the uh, linebacker again on that left side. But Taj picks up about seven yards on that play as he brings the ball to the 23-yard line. 28 carries, 164 unofficially. He's got 28 carries, and uh, Loudenberg for Dakota Wesleyan, 38 carries. A couple of uh, running backs with uh, a big load here today. And again, Taj close to an eight-yard gain. Going to be second down. And uh, about two and a half yards to go. All right, here's a Jackson waiting for the snap again. They give the ball away to Todd. Starts off left, cuts her back right. Todd gets uh, a couple of yards. And now Dakota Westland, I think, is going to start burning some timeouts here. That's going to be the case. Hastings is going to be looking at a third down and one situation. When we come back, the ball is sitting right at the 25-yard line. they got to get it to the 26 for the first down. So Dakota Wesleyan burns a timeout. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. We'll have more after this. 
Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. All right, the final. Third down and about a yard to go from their own 25-yard line with an eight-point lead here in this one. Any bats who gets it? Isaiah Jackson hands it away to Taj, and Taj is going to be stopped behind the line of scrimmage. Wow. Taj Willingham is stopped as he tried to take it off of the left side. And he is going to be stopped. And now Hastings will be looking at a fourth down here. Dakota Westland will burn another timeout. Another timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Two minutes and one second to play here in regulation. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 21, Dakota Westland 13. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. K-H-A-S. Well, here we go. Hastings will have to punt fourth down and a yard. The ball is sitting at the 24-yard line. Remember, we had yeah. one sail over the head of Stoggs in the first half. Going to need a good snap here. Right on the money. Stoggs is into the football. He kicks it to the far side. Good kick. Fielded here at the 37-yard line. Fair catch is called for and made. By Dakota Wesleyan, but here we go again, Jimmy. We go right to the wire. Every time we come up here and play, it seems like we go to the wire. A minute and 56 yeah. seconds to play, 21-13, Hastings. Well, even when we don't play here, we played at the uh, Vermilion or the, when the Vermilion Dome. Yeah, I don't care if we're playing in the parking lot. It seems like it goes to the wire. Yeah, what well, was it, 38-35 last year? We uh, had that game in hand, and then somehow Dakota Wesleyan ended up coming away with the uh, victory. So, yeah, the uh, 20 one thirteen lead, one fifty six left to go here. Ball officially at the thirty nine yard line. All right, so Hastings has got to come up some uh, big plays here defensively. Hastings with the the eight point lead, so they need a touchdown and a two point conversion to force an extra session here. Here's a uh, sack back there. Hastings gets a sack on the quarterback Zach Lester. Coverage sack there. Hastings College secondary locked down with the uh, receivers, and Lester nowhere to go. Now they got to work very quick. That was a loss of two on the sack. Lester wants to uh, throw the football. He does near side, and that's bobbled by Lottenberg. It is bobbled by Lottenberg at the 38. It falls to the turf. Incomplete pass. That wasn't going to go very far. Murray and also McKissick were uh, over there defensively for the Broncos. If he would have maintained possession, he wouldn't have got to very many positive yards. So now a quick two downs. It's third down and about uh, 12 yards to go here late in this football game. 
All right, it's going to be Lester in the backfield as he slaps his hands. He wants to throw again, stands in the pocket. The freshman throws the ball downfield. That's going to be incomplete. What great timing by Stanzel. He was on coverage. It looked like he was beaten. He let the football come right down, and the minute it got to the receiver, he made the hit, jarred it loose. Great play, Josh Stanzel. Daniel Leibolt was the intended receiver. It's incomplete, so now it's fourth down. Here fourth down here for Dakota Westland from the 37-yard line. That's their own 37. A minute and 26 seconds to play. They need a first down at the 49-yard line. Here's uh, Lester. He slaps his hands again. He backs up, surveys the field. He is hit. He is still on, on his feet. He throws it to the far side incomplete. Boy, Wesley Jardim over there defensively. I thought that the, the quarterback, Lester, went down to a knee there and was touched, but he was able to maintain. Now he comes up gimping along, but the Bronco defense put a lot of pressure on him for a young quarterback. That is a tough play to make late in a football game, and the Bronco D holds. They will take over at the 37-yard line and should be able to run this 118 out of the uh, out of the clock. The clock. Yeah, Lester is uh, coming to the sideline a little gimpy here, but I don't think it's going to make any difference. They're not going to get another offensive play. Going to line up here in the victory formation, and the Broncos will bring home a victory from Mitchell, South Dakota. Isaiah Jackson goes back and uh, touches a knee, so looks like the Broncos are going to be able to get out of here with an eight-point win. First time since 2008 that Hastings has won here in Mitchell, first time in five years that Hastings has even beaten uh, Dakota Wesleyan, and the first time since 2015 that Hastings has ended the season with a win. Last time we did that was uh, in Lincoln when we knocked off uh, Nebraska Wesleyan. Final time that we had a chance to play the uh, Prairie Wolves that we beat them in Lincoln. That was the last uh, regular season win that we uh, picked up on the final game of the season. Hastings is down to 30 seconds to go, and the Broncos are going to get out of here with a 21-13 victory. And now I think the uh, Tigers are already putting up the white flag. They're ready to head back across the field here. Lining up here at midfield, getting ready to uh, shake. And uh, they're congratulating each other on the the field. So that's going to be it for the uh, final game of the year. The Broncos come away with a a hard-earned Victory here in Mitchell, South Dakota. Great win for Tony and the troops. That's what they wanted in the year on a win. They've had a uh, an up-and-down year, so to speak, and the uh, Broncos come away with a victory. So Hastings will finish this season with a mark of five wins and six losses. They finish three and six in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Dakota Wesleyan will finish this season with a mark of two wins and nine losses, and the Tigers were one and eight in conference play. Hastings getting some big, big defensive plays today. Just enough offense, and they knock off the uh, Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. Final score, 21-13. to Back with the final totals after this. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 
Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. All right, he's college wins it here this afternoon over Dakota Wesley in the final score, 21-13. As he sings, wraps up the season with a win here this afternoon. We'll get you the uh, final numbers. We've got uh, a lot more to come here on the Bronco postgame show here this afternoon. The player of the game, the coach's postgame show, and also the fifth quarter before we get out of here this afternoon. It was Dakota Wesleyan getting on the scoreboard first, a three-yard run by Luke Lottenberg. He took it in from three yards out, capped off a 10-play, 63-yard drive. That one occurred with three minutes and 10 seconds to play in the second quarter. Point after touchdown was no good. Six to nothing was the score as the Tigers had the lead. And right before the end of the first half, Anthony Murray steps in front of a Pass from Alex Poland and returns it 65 yards for a touchdown. Hastings got the extra point from uh, Stoggle, and Hastings had a 7-6 lead at halftime. Broncos then uh, putting together an 8-play, 78-yard drive to begin the third quarter. Isaiah Jackson takes it in from one yard out. Stoggle again added the uh, point after. That made it a 14-6 ball game in favor of Hastings. Irene Neesmith then got an 18-yard uh, touchdown run with 13.40 to play in the game. That was, uh, capped off a six-play, 71-yard drive. Again, Stoggs adds the uh, point after. 21-6, Hastings had the lead. The Tigers were not done. They come back on their next drive, went 11 plays, 62 yards. They got in from four yards out from uh, Luke Lottenberg to make it a 21-13 ball game. Tigers then had the ball again late in the contest. In fact, with about four minutes to play, they were facing a fourth down and goal from the four-yard line of Hastings when the Broncos stuffed them down there on the fourth down, and the Broncos were able to run out the uh, clock here in this one, and the Broncos get out of here with a 21-13 win over Dakota Wesleyan this afternoon. Well, the Broncos, uh, with the cold and wind, get to go over and sing in front of the uh, crowd that bared the weather here today. They actually probably had a little better than the uh, DWU fans. They had the wind at their backs as the uh, wind was blowing here, but a pretty good crowd of uh, fans over there for Hastings College. They get to sing to them. A lot of high fives, a lot of hugs, because a lot of seniors uh, graduating and going away. But the the, uh, Broncos come away with a good victory here in Mitchell. And as you said earlier, it's been uh, quite some time since the Broncos have won here in Mitchell. 
Final game numbers brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For Dakota Wesley in the football game, they had 20 first downs. They rushed it 45 times for 156 yards. Their two quarterbacks combined 14 of 22, one interception. That was a pick six. That was a big play by Anthony Murray in the football game. They threw for 180 yards, so 67 offensive plays, 336 total yards of offense for the Tigers. Penalties in the game for Dakota Wesleyan, two for 29 yards. And the time of possession for uh, Dakota Wesleyan at 30.03 in the game. Individual rushing leaders, it was a big day for Luke Loudenberg. 38 carries, 146 yards, two touchdowns for Loudenberg. And uh, he really had uh, all the, the next guy to him was uh, Lester, the Anchorage, Alaska quarterback. He had three carries at just 13 yards. So Loudenberg carried the load of the offense on his shoulders. Receiving leaders here today for uh, DWU, Daniel Leibolt, three catches, 43 yards. We see Spencer Nugenberger with three catches and 46 yards in the ballgame. And uh, Johnny Withrow with uh, two catches and 28 yards. Defensive leaders for Dakota Wesleyan here in the uh, football game. It was Tyler Wagner with 10 carries. He had a... uh, one and a half sacks was credited to that individual. Corey Reichert with eight tackles. And Dylan Rourke, the uh, senior from Grand Island Central Catholic, finishes his Dakota Wesleyan career with seven tackles here against Hastings College. For the Broncos in the football game, 18 first downs for Hastings. They rushed it 43 times for 161 yards. Isaiah Jackson's numbers, 10 of 18 today. He had one interception, threw for 121 yards, so 61 Offensive plays for Hastings, 282 total yards in this football game. Three penalties for the Broncos, very much improved from a few games ago, but just three penalties against Hastings, 58 yards, and the Broncos with 29-57 time of possession. Taj Willingham, why not throw him out, uh, senior, throw him out of the, uh, the final game of his career. What a game, 33 carries, 169 yards, and a touchdown for Taj. Next closest to him was Tyree Nesmith with uh, two carries and 21 yards. Nesmith with a touchdown as well. Receiving numbers today for Hastings. Again, Jordan Johnson with another good day. Very solid. Four catches, 54 yards for Johnson. Xavier McGuire, two catches, 34 yards. Terrence McIntyre, two catches and 21 yards. Calvin Lynn Cook had a catch for seven, and Taj had one catch for five. Defensive leaders in the football game, Wesley Jardine, 15 tackles in the ball game. We had a couple of guys tied with uh, nine tackles, Norman McKissick and Tyler Kennedy with nine. Ross Ostendorf with six in the football game. Josh Stanzel had a good game as well. Josh with uh, five tackles. And uh, Abdul Mare also with uh, five tackles. But uh, the Broncos get the victory today and can ride home that four-hour trip and – be cheerful all day long. We'll even probably be a little cheerful with just a win today in itself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Can't think of the season has come to an end. I know it. We're uh, yeah. 21 to 13. Hastings College uh, wins it here this afternoon. Stay tuned. We got the player of the game and the coaches post game show up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. 
Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd the home of NFL and college football, and by the Hastings College Foundation. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here, and from my first day 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. It's time now for the player of the game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Your life, your news. To subscribe to the Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. Hi, right, Hastings College wins it here this afternoon, 21-13 over Dakota Westland to wrap up their season here today. This is the player of the game on 1230 KHS. Taj Willingham led the way of rushing here today, 33 carries, 169 yards. He scores a touchdown for the Broncos receiving didn't have to throw the ball much here today, but uh, Jordan Johnson came up with four receptions and 54 yards here today. And then you look at the uh, defense, Ross Ostendorf is at the top of the charts. He's got uh, six tackles. Also Wesley Jardine having a good day today as he had 15 tackles in the uh, football game here this afternoon. Then you go with uh, Anthony Murray, who had the uh, pick six to give Hastings uh, the halftime lead at 7-6. to six. All candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winners right after this. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Well, our players of the game today for Hastings, obviously, uh, offensively, no-brainer here. Uh, Taj Willingham, 33 carries, 169 yards. He finishes his year uh, well over 1,000 yards for Hastings here. So Taj Willingham, 33 carries, 169 yards, and a touchdown today for Hastings. And on defense, 15 tackles for Wesley Jardine. 
He had six solo stops and nine assisted stops here this afternoon, 15 tackles, and also had a, a tackle for a loss here this afternoon and also forced a fumble for the Hastings College defense and also uh, came up with uh, several big plays on the defensive side of the ball here today. So Wesley Jardim and Taj Willingham are players of the game today for Hastings College. Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the player of the game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Your life, your news. To subscribe to the Hastings Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. It's time now for the Coach's Post Game Show, brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most, now at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village. Hi, back here in uh, Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings wins it here this afternoon over Dakota Wesleyan by a score of 21-13 to 13 as Hastings Wraps up the season with a big win here this afternoon. They finished the year at five wins and six losses on the season. As head coach uh, Tony Harper is going to join us on the uh, post-game show. After he gets uh, situated here, gets the clues taken off. How cold was it, my man? Congratulations. You know what? Actually, it wasn't that cold. Um, Don't have, come up here and tell I, me that. I had, I had five layer on, so I was okay. You just couldn't see them because they're really thin layers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, you come out of here with a win, and it's been, uh, we kind of talked in the pregame show, first time since uh, 2008 that you've come up here and uh, beaten Dakota Wesleyan, and we gave everybody else uh, first time since 2015 that we won a, a regular season finale game, and the first time in five years that we've beaten this team. This was a big win for us today. It really was, and I'm going to give a lot of credit to Coach Simple. And that, that defense they got down there is a good defense now. Um, they, they're a very good football team. They're well coached. But I couldn't be more proud of what our guys did today. Um, and I know last week was tough, and there's a couple other games that you could have flipped the coin or this or that. And, and that's kind of what happens in college football or college or life in general. But our, our kids, our seniors did a great job laying a foundation and a standard now. And I told them this after the game. Now it's up to us. The guys are coming back to make sure we fulfill that. Uh, but I think our kids played hard. You know, we caused some turnovers defensively. We had some big plays offensively. Um, you know, today was a pretty good day. Probably nothing uh, bigger than the, the pick six right before uh, halftime. Talk about that. Well, you know, I think I caught him. Um, I was sprinting pretty hard down on the other <laughs> sideline. But, uh, yeah. I mean, I'll be, I'm going to be honest with you. That was, that was Coach Hinchy, our linebacker's coach. Um, that was his call. 
he he called that coverage. He called that specific play right there. Anthony did a great job breaking on the ball. I thought he was going to have another one down here on their third and medium um, call too. Coach Inchi called that, but uh, you know Anthony, uh, he's a good football player, all conference guy for us, we believe. Um, but he just read it right, and again, it was a great call by Coach Hinch. You got started out slow. You had uh, four punts and went out on downs in that first half. And uh, boy, the the big special teams miscue down here again. We've had trouble all year long for whatever reason, and Stoggs had to uh, just eat the football. But uh, then your defense comes up big and keeps them out and holds them uh, without any points at all. That was a big turnover. It, it really was. I mean, you can't ride any more emotion than in those three, four plays right there that you're talking about. We snapped the ball way over the head. We're fortunate they didn't roll into the end zone and give up safety there. Stoggs did a great job of hustling back there, and then we kind of hunkered down on the defense, uh, ran a couple plays there, and I thought the guys played hard. But that there was no quit in them. There hadn't been quit in them all this year. We just got to get more consistent with stuff. Yeah. Those are just a couple of turning points. We not only hold them out of the end zone, we hold them off with a scoreboard at that point. Uh, got the ball back after they had the ball at the five-yard line. One of the uh, turning points of the ball game, I thought. Yeah, it, it really was. It's a momentum, and that's what this was today. I mean, you had senior day for them. You have our last game for our seniors. Um, you know, it was a long trip up here. Weather was a little cold, a little windy, and some different things like that. So whoever had the emotion early on, they were going to get the drives going. And that's kind of – you saw it on their offense as well, though. They were moving the football down and some stuff like that too. But this was a definitely a roller coaster game. Um, I mean, at the end of the game, I'm yelling at the defensive staff, and I forgot I was on the offensive side of the head. <laughs> so uh, Coach Hess says, hey, Harp, you're on the de- offense. I'm like, oh. So I flipped over started yelling at those guys. But so, uh, I, it was emotions. I can tell you one thing up here, being beside those guys. Coach K, I tell you, he's animated to be up here and be so close to your coaches. They're hanging around like a bunch of monkeys on the stairs behind us. And uh, we almost couldn't get on the air. They're yelling so much up here to, <laughs> to you down on the field. I am not going to ask you what they were yelling. I'm just going to say it was inaudible. But, uh, yeah, there was a lot of emotions today. You know, this is this is his alma mater. This is a big deal. And, and I thought his receivers played well today. Talk about uh, the beginning of the second half. You, you had this 7-6 to six lead. Your offense uh, wasn't doing much in the first half. Uh, the second half comes along, and you just uh, dedicate yourself to the rushing attack again. And Taj Willingham uh, delivers. He just uh, worked him to a pulp there in the third quarter. Yeah, I mean, he ain't got a whole lot of tread left on him tire. I mean, we, we rode that not just this year but throughout his career here. But I think Coach Hebb made some great adjustments at halftime with the run-blocking scheme. We went in at halftime. We told the guys – we have to run the football. We have to get to the edge, get them to overflowing. They do a very good job of inverting their safety down in the alley extremely quickly. But, you know, Taj made him miss a couple of times. We were able to extend the run. And, and then you had Tyree. He had a big run later on, too, I think, for a touchdown as well. But uh, thought our offensive line did well. You know, would have been nice to get that on that fourth down over, or our third down before we had to punt. Um, but, uh, you know, we were able to run the football. I thought Zay did a good job distributing the ball. I think we, we dropped a couple today. But I thought he put him where it needed to be. He only had that one interception. Let's, go, let's talk right at the end of the ball game when Dakota Wesley was going for perhaps a, a, a game-tying touchdown. We were down there in the four-yard line, five-yard line. And, again, your defense came up with a, with a big play on, on fourth down. I tell you what, you know, Wesley Jardim, I think, made a couple plays. Ross Ostendorf, I think, was in on a play or two there. Austin Breton, you know, they do a very good job offensively. They pull that backside guard and tackle. We call it tag. And we just weren't wrong-arming. That time that they drove all the way down here, we were not getting under, getting under, getting under. And Coach V had a little sit-to with those guys. And 
Austin did a good job of coming under Keontae Kenny. Did a good job coming under Kendall Oberheide. Um, that's what was happening to him. They were just kicking us out, and that little tailback was working right up inside of us. So those guys did a good job of wrong arm and doing what Coach V asked them to do. Yeah, their little tailback. You talk about the two running backs. If you if you come to the game and wanted to see good running backs, you've seen it. I think like eighty seven carries between the two running backs, and he's just a little guy out there, but he's slippery coming through there behind all those big old dudes up front. He's slip, but he's physical and tough too. And the, the big difference between him and Taj is, and Taj will do this some of the time inside the box. But their tailback is very, he pretty much lives inside the box with their pull scheme. He's a tough football player. That offensive line they got number seventy-seven, who's a returning all-conference player for him. He's a big guy when he gets out running too. So they had a good scheme today. Okay, we'll take a break and come back again. He sings Windsor today over Dakota Wesleyan twenty-one thirteen. We'll have more right after this. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. All right, Hastings College wins it again over Dakota Wesleyan 21-13 to as they wrap up this season. Normally we look forward to uh, next week's game, Coach, but uh, now we, we kind of reach the uh, finale for 2018. Just to kind of talk about this season again, uh, it was a, a season of, of missed opportunities, I thought, for the most part. It's really bittersweet is, is what I feel like today, to be quite honest with you. And we can go back, and we did this at the same time last year. Obviously, I'm in a lot better mood this year after the last game than what I was last year. But, you know, there's some games like uh, Briarcliff um, that was close. You had the Northwestern that was close. Um, you had uh, last week's that was close. Um, but at the end of the day, we got to learn and grow from it. You know, last year was a completely different makeup of the team. I thought our offensive was really explosive. They carried the defense the entire season in 17. This year, I thought it was a little bit more balanced, you know. Um, I thought the defense and offense played pretty well at different times. We just got to work on a consistency. But, uh, you know, these seniors, and, and I love all the seniors that gone through here. We graduated 26 guys. Um and all of them traveled with us today, so it was great seeing those guys. And they've left the foundation, but now what we got to understand is, and you're going to hate me for saying this, is we got to get back to work on Monday at 5:30 at our team meeting. We got to stay hungry, you know, and we got to understand that we we control what we can control. And that was the message at halftime to our guys: is let's do something that we have never done before as a collective, because none of these guys have won the last game of the year against the conference school. Um, since their freshman year and let's not worry about the officials let's not worry about the weather let's not worry about the opponent and they came out and they played hard um and and, and i'm for a long trip back home it's going to be bittersweet because i'm going to miss these kids but these kids also left a legacy that we got to build on well they really did and we've talked about it the last uh, few games and uh, how your seniors have really been coaching up the the younger kids and one thing that I, I would I would think that going into the offseason, you've got to be tremendously excited because the youth that you got on the field, we've been doing this a long time, Mike and I, and I this is probably one of the first years that I've seen so many young kids that have got great talent and great opportunities in this football program. Yeah, we're fired up for them, but they got to do one thing and one thing extremely well, and that's get their butt to class and pass class. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the biggest thing. I mean, that's what they're here to do ultimately. But, you know, the difference kind of build off what you said right there was the difference between this and maybe past year is, is these freshmen that had played in the past, they were playing a lot and maybe even starting. And you're going to take your lumps when that happens. 
we had a lot of upperclassmen play, whether they're juniors or seniors this year, and these freshmen, these rooks, still got in and were pushing those guys so they got meaningful minutes. But now the pressure is going to be on them. You know, you lose you lose Corn, you lose Alex Allen, you lose Norman McKissack, you lose Wesley Jardine, Ross Ostendorf, Austin Breton, um, you know, Ken, uh, Kendall's coming back, um, Wyatt Powell, DJ, some guy in Tyler Parthamer. Uh, defensively, use Jordan Johnson offensively. Um, you know, Taj, obviously, Blaine Marr. There's some seniors that have been a lot of guys that played behind them that got these reps that understand what the weekly grind is during the offseason, during the end season. And, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty excited. But again, we got to keep them and they got to make sure they're going to class and doing what's what's expected of them. So Hastings uh, wraps up the season with a win 21 13 over uh, Dakota Wesleyan. And uh, I guess it's off of the recruiting trail. Like you said, you got a lot of. Uh, a lot of guys to replace up there, but I know you guys work hard during the off season. Yeah, we were, and we've already got our, our, we've got offers out. You know, we've been on the road like everybody else. We do things a little bit different here, though. We want to get cats on campus. We want them to see campus. We want them to meet professors. We want them to see Hastings. Um, we want to get out and do home visits. So we take our time in, in doing those type of things. We just don't throw stuff out. Our number one priority. Um, is making sure we take care of the guys that are currently on this program right now. You know, like I said, academically, socially, we got to get them back in the weight room in two weeks. You know, there is no time off, and that's going to be a big adjustment for some of these young pups. But uh, um, we're going to hit the ground running, and it feels a lot better this year than it has in the past couple ending up the season, but uh, I'm proud of how they did it. Speaking of recruiting, I didn't want to get involved in it too much until the season was over. Your opportunity now to ride with a couple of guys that do high school games would be tonight on the way home hopping in with us we could probably help you out on the recruiting trail a little bit and uh, give you some tidbits of what we've seen through the course of the year in high school football. Is your trip from Mitchell back to Hastings going to be in a straight line or is it going to veer off a little bit? It'd probably veer off a little bit. You don't know his uh, his driving abilities. They're, uh, they're awful. <laughs> well, all I know is, is my wife and kids are staying up here with some friends. Um, I'm going to go home. I'm going to rest. I'm going to watch some football on TV. Uh your recruiting coordinator in California, is that spot happen to be open yeah. on your staff? Uh, I might be might be applying for that baby after today. It, it was cold today. It was. You know what? It, but here, here's the thing. I didn't hear a lot of our guys complaining about it. You know, I, I've heard other schools in the conference, you know, they come up, they play these cold games. They One of the schools, their players asked their head coach, are we really still playing this football game? <laughs> our guys, they just buy – I mean, they just buy into it. I mean, we practiced the other day in the snow yeah. before the soccer game. So our guys are having fun, gotten a snowball fight through each other in the snow and all that good stuff. It's funny seeing guys that have never seen the white stuff. They, they think they don't know what it is. And, uh, but uh, they enjoyed it. Okay, my man, congratulations. Uh, great finish to the year, and it's been another fun year, my man. Well, hopefully we keep this thing rolling now, all right? Let's not be here in, in a year from now talking about bittersweet. Let's freaking let's start planning for some things after this. So I appreciate you all's support, and I'm proud of our seniors. All right, buddy. See you. Back in uh, Hastings, we'll uh, catch up with you again. Again, Hastings wins at 21-13 over uh, Dakota Wesleyan. So Hastings picks up a, a big win to uh, wrap up this season. And again, Hastings will end there with a mark of five wins and six losses on the season. Three and six in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. So the curtain is down on the 2018 season. It is, and uh, it's uh, it's fun to do the the last game 
as a victory. We haven't had that for a while, and uh, it it does feel good. You can tell it feels good for Tony and his staff, and uh, congrats to them. Uh, congrats to the seniors, and uh, kind of an emotional time down there. Seen a lot of pictures being taken with the line and whatnot, uh, this uh, emotional deal, but at least they can ride back home to Hastings with that uh, victory, and uh, we'll ride off into the sunset. You get going into basketball, and, uh, yeah, we'll uh, – I guess next next venture would probably be Sertoma eight man All Star game if <laughs> we're looking we're looking ahead. But uh, hey, thanks for having me along again. I love this. This is a, a lot of fun doing the high school games, the college games, and uh, traveling along. We try to try to provide a little bit of fun and uh, some honest, uh, good knowledge for the football game. But uh, thanks for having me along again for the ride. All right, twenty one thirteen again. The final score: Hastings College wins it here this afternoon. That'll wrap things up. We've got the fifth quarter coming up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most. Now, located at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village in Hastings. Stay tuned. The fifth quarter is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. with the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too, at Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. It's time now for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. All right, Hastings College uh, wins it here this afternoon. Final score of uh, 21 to 13 over Dakota Wesleyan. Got some other scores. Uh, Doan has got a lead over Concordia. They scored 21 to 10 at last check. That was in the Second half and uh, Morningside, they had a lead over Jamestown. That game should be over by now, 35-7. to seven. Uh, Morningside had the lead over Jamestown here today. Major college football, Nebraska wins today over Illinois. Final score, 54-35. So the Huskers down 3-7 and seven on the season. They're 2-5 and five in the Big Ten Conference. Adrian Martinez today. 24 out of 34 passes, 290 yards, three touchdowns. Former Husker A.J. Bush, the quarterback for Illinois, he rushed the ball 25 times today for 167 yards and three touchdowns. Stanley Morgan with eight receptions today, 131 yards and two touchdowns. Nebraska wins over Illinois, 54-35. Other scores, major college football, West Virginia 47, TCU 10. Ohio State today beat Michigan State by 20, final score of 26-6. Central Florida 35, Navy 24. It was Florida getting by South Carolina 
35-31. Penn State 22, Wisconsin 10. These are all final scores. Eastern Michigan beat Akron 27-7. Memphis 47, Tulsa 21. SMU outscores UConn 62-50. Final scores, Kansas State 21, Kansas 17. BYU over UMass 35-16. Army beat Lafayette 31-13. Missouri winners over Vanderbilt 33-28. Texas A&M beat Ole Miss today 38-24. Indiana winners over Maryland 34-32. Duke over North Carolina 42-35. Troy 35, Georgia Southern 21. Arizona State has got the lead over UCLA in the fourth quarter, 24-21. It is Marshall leading Charlotte, 20-13. They are in the third quarter. Halftime score, Virginia 24, Liberty 17. Central Michigan leading Bowling Green at halftime, 13-0. Halftime score, Middle Tennessee over Texas El Paso, 27-10. Alabama's jumped out to a 14-0 lead over Mississippi State. That is in the second quarter. Second quarter, Michigan 14, Rutgers 7. Second quarter, it is Oklahoma leading Oklahoma State 24-21. In the second quarter, Washington State 10, Colorado 7. Second quarter score, Tennessee 3, Kentucky nothing. Second quarter score, Northwestern and Iowa are still scoreless in the second quarter. Iowa State is leading Baylor 14 to nothing. Second quarter, North Texas 21, Old Dominion nothing. In the second quarter, it's Air Force over New Mexico 14 to seven. Second quarter, Pittsburgh 17, Virginia Tech seven. Second quarter, Purdue and Minnesota tied up at three points apiece. Utah State leading San Jose State 10 to seven in the first. Also in the first, Tulane 7, East Carolina 3. Appalachian State is leading Texas State by the score of 7 to nothing. Again, Hastings College wins it here this afternoon over Dakota Wesleyan, wrapping up the 2018 season. Final score, it was uh, Hastings 21 and Dakota Wesleyan 13. That'll wrap things up for us this afternoon. For Jimmy Purcell, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon from Mitchell, South Dakota. You've been listening to the fifth quarter on KHAS Radio. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.